Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Thursday Night Slams, brought to you by the Body Slams podcast team of myself, Chio Frost, and the man sitting next to me, T. Reyes. What up, what up? That's right. Uh, you know what? We got to bring our tag team partners in this uh, horseman style because there's four of us. Well, sometimes there's five of us. Depends on whoever's playing Sid. Uh, Let's bring in the better Bernard, the St. Bernard, Mikey. Hey, that's right. He's a better Bernard. And (laughs) also... Our other tag team partner, the man who finally got his banner in that you will uh, exclusively see here live for the first time on the cast, none other than Dennis Reaper. Yeah, look at that banner. Look at look at this thumb up. He's so sexy. He's he sexy. is sexy. He is very sexy. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, not so sexy. Sorry, ladies, but the man is taken. Oh, I am definitely taken. Sorry, ladies. I am off the market, in my opinion, forever. So no one and, can top who I have. And and and, and same thing with Mikey, you know, because Mikey's a, a a sucker when he comes to crying. So we heard from the old lady of uh, when he's crying during wrestling shows. <laughs> hey, you can't help when you see a really good moment, okay? Ah. <laughs> Which moment are we discussing here? Because I'm, I did not see these comments. All right, you well, know, like when CM Punk showed up, the ovation <laughs> he got. Oh, yeah, boo hoo! All right, <laughs> and he wants an ice cream bar. But anyway, let's get our cheap <laughs> plugs out the way first and foremost. Let's give a shout out to all our Devereaux Sports podcast teams. Uh, exclusively, you can either watch or listen to them on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitch, or whatever social media platform they are on. When they are also in studio at Last Out Media, we have on this. This is an updated list right now. On Wednesday nights, we have the Combat Misfits at 6 p.m. On Thursday nights, you have us guys right here with Thursday Night Slam at 9.05 on Saturday. Well, this coming Saturday, by chance, we have our uh, anniversary uh, weekend for Devereaux Sports. And we will have the old school show at 8 a.m., the Scrapper Boys at 9 a.m., Breakfast and Body Slams, that's us, once a month scheduled, of course, at 10 a.m. On Sunday, you will hear The Gobbler Inc. at 9 a.m., The Combat Misfits once again at 10 a.m. and the Sullivan squad at 11 a.m. And don't forget to give uh, a listen to our redheaded stepchild of the team, none other than them 215 boys, the Dallas Cowboys podcast team that we have here at Devereaux. And one other podcast that just jumped on board on this ship of ours is our brand new that you probably got to see on Monday night is our pop-up pipe bombs. It's an impromptu show that can happen 
anytime, anywhere with anyone. So I look forward to doing more of them exclusively. And a shout out to our podcast affiliates, the guys at Tornado Tag Podcast, the guys at the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, and all the way from Puerto Rico, Conversacion de Lucha Libre. You can Google all three affiliates to find them on all podcast platforms. Now, without any further ado, I'm not going to waste anybody's time because some of us got to get up at 5 a.m., we're going to bring to you the man all the way from Pro Wrestling Magic. He's one half of one of the greatest tag teams in that organization, American Murder Society, none other than Steve Off. What's up, everybody? Steven. Hey, Steve. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, brother? Doing good. Like what about a- you? We're doing really good. You know what? And we're going to kick this off. We're going to be really gentle about what we uh, say because we don't want to hurt your feelings, you know, because because otherwise you're going to run back. You're going to tell Alex. Alex is going to hunt, hunt all of us down and kick our asses. So we're going to leave it at that. We're going to be uh, peaceful. PG if we can. I don't know. It's up to you. If you want, if you want we'll drop try If you want to drop some F-bombs, please do so. We encourage it, even though we gotta. The rest of us gotta try to stay PG, but you don't. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, just last week we had Anthony on the show, and uh, and he was telling us some very interesting stories. Uh, he didn't go um too far out there, you know. He he kept it nice and PG himself about uh. How you guys met? Uh, why not you give us your version of it, and we'll and we'll see, and everyone else will see which version that we want to believe the most. How we met, or how we became the Off Brothers? Because no, how you met. Uh, so we met in high school through mutual friends, and we did a you know back to wrestling thing because we were too young to train and. Parents weren't going to send us to wrestling school. I'm not saying it's okay or or not okay. It's just how you know how we did things. Now, now, <laughs> when you say backyard wrestling, now, um, from my understanding, was it you guys had your two separate organizations? Oh yes, we did. Now, yep. now, was you guys feuding back and forth like like real life or like my backyard fed's better than your backyard fed? That kind of shit. <laughs> it was like. Uh, some low key stuff like that. It was never like heated for most of us, anyway. Me and him, it was yeah. never heated, but uh, yeah, it was like a lot of good natured uh, yards. But it, it, looking back on it, it was stupid. But at the time, yeah. <laughs> now, now, is there any incriminating footage online that we should know about that we can find? Online <laughs> of me? No, of, of the of the, ba- of the <laughs> of you guys probably doing the backyard. Maybe some uh, old promos like from back then. That would be I mean, great. I've, got them, I've definitely got them somewhere, but they're on VHS, <laughs> and I don't know if that's even obsolete by now. But oh, uh, trust me, I yeah. have a, I have where I can record VHS. I can put them online. <laughs> all right, if I find them, we'll do it. No, you 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 know what you do? You yeah. give me all the ones of him that that would be really incriminated, <laughs> and, and then you put it. <laughs> 
So I didn't uh, do anything that dumb, but he he did a lot of really dumb shit. So that that could be fun. <laughs> what what was the worst thing that you have possibly have done during your um back backyard times before you started training and got and found out about you know schools to go to? Was was there anything that you did that was too serious, too over the top that you got hurt or just maybe got the cops called on you or anything like that? Um, nothing that I did, no. I, I saw a lot of stuff, but nothing I did, no. Alright, so, so it wasn't that a hard, it wasn't that hardcore where, where these guys had to get the cops called. Well, that, no, one time, it, one time a dude broke his nose and like ran out into the street screaming and I was just hanging out for that one. I was done at that point doing that shit, but uh, yeah, it was an accidental thing, and dude ran out in the street, and everyone thought we were doing cocaine in the yard. We weren't. I wasn't. I mean, I don't know about everybody else. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Everyone thought it was like this, this like wild party going on, and it was just a bunch of jerk offs beating each other up. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I'm. I think me and a lot of people are guilty for it. Like one time before, before. Anybody ever knew about wrestling schools? You're we're we're basically a bunch of kids having fun, playing around, trying to mimic other stars we see on TV. Back 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 then, with when I was growing up, you never really heard too much of backyard wrestling. You heard about it mm-hmm. a, a, a little bit here and there because you know guys are you know your kids, your teenagers, just playing, having fun. But then, right. as time went on, it became a this more became wide. A more. Yes, uh, at, at one point we actually had the cops called on us because we were uh, play wrestling in front of a high rise building that where I guess uh, seniors and stuff lived. Uh, but it. it it was good for us because they had really nice grass. It was soft and they had this little wall that we can jump off of. So that was our top rope. So as, as we kept doing that, uh, I guess the tennis didn't like it too much too well. And they ended up calling the cops saying, Oh, they're out there fighting, you know? So here we almost got, yeah. Well, a bunch of jackasses and yeah, in, in front of a senior at home, but it is what it is. So, um, what was that? I said, shame on you. Yeah, I know. I'm such, a, <laughs> I'm such a bad, bad boy. Oh, we got a couple heads in the uh, chat room right now. Dennis, we got Papa Reaper watching. Yep. And we got the one who tells us we need to be PG. This is see you see that face there. That's Pat. That, that's hey Pat. That that's uh Mikey's brother. He's the one that's that that spanks us on the ass when we're bad. So literally, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe you literally. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we <laughs> not I. Uh, so moving, so moving forward. Now, you and him met during uh the backyard times, mm-hmm. and then uh you found out mysteriously about a pro wrestling school. Yeah, we were actually going to shows as fans, and then they asked us to help with the ring, which is odd. Um, was like, yeah, sure. And they smartened us up to school that was, like, right down the road from where the show was going on. 
<coughs> so we went and tried it out and stuck with it. Now, now, when you look back at that time when uh, they asked you to help with the ring, and you look at it now from your wrestling perspective, uh, do you look at it as, uh, hey, they they swindle us in to help with the ring because either <laughs> a guys didn't show up to help set it up or tear it down, or the talent that helped set it up. They quick got their pay. They were, oh man, I gotta leave. I gotta go to work or whatever. And they didn't have no one to tear down, so they got used guys. It was a little bit of both, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and <coughs> and the number one fact is, and we're all guilty for this because we wanted to, because we we saw a ring, we wanted to get in it. We love wrestling. Oh shit, this is my chance to get my hands touch a real ring, see how it goes up, how it goes down, and it's yeah, right there for the... It, yes, we all did. It, it, it was no-brainer. So whether they were taking advantage of any one of us, we were all for it. Go ahead, please, take me. It worked I'm out. All yours. I mean... Yes. You know, yeah. It, in a way, that could be it. It's probably part of it. Taking advantage and out of necessity, because all the boys, I believe, left, or most of them, but at the same time, if you don't take those opportunities, uh, which really are opportunities, I, if we didn't take that, who knows if we ever would have got our foot in the door. Because the school we trained at was $10 a class, and every other school, three or four grand. None of us had that at the time. Whoa, $10 classes? Holy shit. Yeah. We got we got I, I, now, it was good, too. Depending what your total amount was after it all added up, I'm guessing it wasn't that much. If you're paying ten dollars a shot for each class, I'm guessing your two it your full tuition wasn't. They probably didn't rock maybe, you that much. No, maybe a hundred, two hundred a month, if that. Yeah, still in high but, school but, too. So like, we didn't get there that often. Yeah, maybe I one got night and Saturday. You know, I got shitty Damn. lucky with me uh they were just real i i left one wrestling school where i wasn't training i was more or less a gopher there yeah uh but when they went and opened up the school that i actually trained at all the stuff extra stuff that i did you know uh helping clean up watch the gym because they had a gym built on to it as well uh for for all the extra shit that i did around there the 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 one owner, he, he gave me a huge discount. Guys will probably want to, like, the best discount any anyone can get is if you got trained for free because you know somebody or whatever it is that. Me, I didn't know anyone to do that. But he gave me a, a nice discount. And right now, guys right now will probably choke the shit out of me if I probably said how much I paid. But oh, I, I got heat now for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ten dollars class. Everybody hates me now, but that's all right. I don't care. Yeah, but you know, you said a class, but that depends on how many right. times you went a week and then how much right. throughout the month. Yeah, because he said so, you were in high school at the time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's understandable. But I, I was more, more or less looking at like a total cost amount of everything after it's all said and done. So, like I said, that's why I said when, I'll probably get this. When you factor in like seminars and camps and all that shit, I've spent probably three or four. Came out 
I would have spent on another school. But I want to, See, you know, further that education all the time. So. See, and right there, you already got me beat by a long shot. So what was your training like at the school? Who was your trainers? I, I know he mentioned, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but I can't right now. So Richie Rotten, Chaos, and Magic were the three main trainers. There were other guys that would help out too, but those are like the three head trainers, depending on the day. Yeah, Magic yeah, I, has trained a lot of a lot of people I'm sure you've heard of that have, a lot of them are on TV right now. Uh, not right now, but, you know, currently on a TV-based product. Um, so yeah, yeah I, the training was it was tough. It was intense. But Anthony at the time, he's a good dude now, but he was kind of an asshole back then. We were young. He was stupid. I was stupid too. He was stupider. So he had it a lot worse than I did because he would mouth off. I would just do what the hell I was told. Eventually, now, he smartened up real quick. Actually, what <laughs> now for for him to mouth off? Was it a size thing? You know. Uh, because he he's he's a big guy. No, it's it's no secret he's a big guy. Uh, back then, what, what 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 was he just as big and thought you know like hey who are these guys uh mouth off at me you know and I know you no, know and was, and, um... and and from me and you talking mm. and standing next to each other you're you know you're a decent size but you're not like a monster like like him or or right, or, right. or or uh, or, or Lou Bruno. Oh no, uh, no. So he was always taller, but. I don't think it was that. I think we were just really young. He was trying to have that confidence, I guess, and you know, he's found the balance as we got older. He's a good dude now. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we had uh, <laughs> uh, not just on here, but we have uh, when when we're at the show that the magic shows, we have some some great con conversations as well. So now, Man, uh, you know, let me tell you one story real quick about that. The first day we went to training. I, I had gone first, and I brought him in to check out or whatever, because he'd heard about it at the show, and he was telling them, he's like, oh, you know, I want to try wrestling, blah, 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 and they're like, oh, cool, they gave him the pricing, he's like, oh, it's great, I'll sign up, and he asked them, can you teach me the watermelon, which is like a diving slash, where you grab your own feet, and then belly flop on the guy, and they go, what the fuck is that? He's like, don't worry, I'll show you. That was his first day. Oh, his first shit. day in the ring. I don't think I need to tell you how many times the man was chopped, but it was fucking great. <laughs> now, when you look back on it, it was so funny. <laughs> I'm going to show you how that. No, no, no. I'm going to like, oh, if he's not watching this tonight, I'm going to ask him to show me the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. I'm going to show, show me how to do the watermelon. Yeah, exactly. Can you film it there, if you uh... ask him? Oh, y'all, de definitely. I'll definitely <laughs> film it I if he does it. I, I, I think everybody will break their phones out that night just, just to see this. If he actually shows Shit. you, he's going to break the hips, so don't let him show you. Oh, God. Uh, so, so, so these guys are going through this intense grueling training, depending on how, how much you call grueling. Uh, and uh, these guys are looking for... Uh, characters now names and he mentioned uh doc callahan hmm. now he said about i believe i believe he said doc gave you your names no no he was okay i, think I got in it the wrong ring then. he was in the ring working out with us i believe and 
Chaos and Richie, the two of the three trainers, are sitting there, and they had this gimmick in mind for a while anyway. And they one of them goes to the other, wow, what a bunch of fucking jerk-offs. And then the other one looks at them and goes, did we just find them? Yep. So that's how we became Jerk and Jack the Off Brothers. <laughs> I guess yeah. there was like uh, a we bunch of yous. We was it like, like four or five of yous, was it? There was like five of us at one point. <clears throat> and, then, and then you just happened to stick with Off, you know, and it yeah. just worked for you. It was already kind of like... I wasn't working a lot back then because I was in high school, then college. But, like, the places I was working, it was established. I was like, well, why change the last name? I just become a regular guy with that last name. For a while, it was Steve the Jerk off the Jerk as the nickname. And then we eventually dropped it and I just reinvented. You still there or did you freeze? Okay, no. Yeah, on, no on, one screen, I got, on one screen, I got you frozen. The other one, you're good. Uh yeah, you, uh, the, the 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 funny part is uh, before we even met each other face to face ever, I heard your name Steve Off around, and the whole and the whole time I'm thinking, who the fuck's this Steve? I'm like, what kind of name is all all like? Is that his, is that his real name or is that short for something? Is it like I'm like, if it is it like a um, Offenheimer or something? Like, he just went off, you know? You know, I, I was thinking like stuff going off the top of my head, like. I'm like, what kind of name is Steve Off? And then, and then as time goes, I kept hearing your name more and more. I've seen it in um, in the arena reports, in the pro wrestling mag- magazine and stuff. And then, and then we finally met each other. Uh, I forget which show it was. I know it was here in. Wait, no, I don't think it was in PA. We might have. I might have met WXW, you somewhere. No, I'm gonna think before that. It might have been was before. Might have been we probably just in passing though. Uh, it could have been an NWS show, probably for for Dapper. Or did you ever work for Shit, yeah. uh, JD Smooth for Functified Wrestling Federation? No, down in Delaware. No. Okay, then it, it, it's, it's probably it's probably where I seen you around for like uh for, for Dapper. Yeah, I because, worked for uh, a bunch of times. So yeah, yeah, because Dapper and Gino they came worked with uh with a uh, uh, JD a lot and a lot of the talent that worked with them came over and worked there too. Uh, probably like maybe a couple times. I'm not going to say many, but my old partner, he used to work for uh, the NWS a lot. And you probably remember him, Jojo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah uh, I, the last time we worked there was, we were with the <clears throat> working the Gemini Trojans. So I, I, it, it it could have been one of those shows there. It was out out there in New Jersey somewhere. Uh so so move so moving forward, you're making your rounds. You broke free from the other uh, jack offs, <laughs> and now you're making a a name for yourself. Now you're getting out there, and then you. I'm not gonna say you started teaming up with Alex yet. I, I think you had a different tag team partner before Alex, didn't you? I had a Whoa. bunch of them, man. I just okay. That's that, that. That's what got confusing with me because I knew you two been teaming up for uh, a long while, and Alex not too long ago switched his name. It was something else. I can't. I can't remember his name now because I'm so used to calling him Alex <laughs> Raymond now. But I always want to say Aaron Ryan. Bradley. Yes, Aaron Bradley. Aaron Bra- before. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. 
Oh man, how, how can I forget that? Fucking name. I'm glad he changed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we uh ran into each other at WXWC4. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe you worked. I think was it AXW or Outbreak Amer- at the Hamburg Fieldhouse? Outbreak. 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 Okay. Yep. So that was what, like a once and done thing. I mean, I we think I remember. Out, we just dates haven't lined up again. Yeah, yeah. It, it's see, it's hard around uh, the air between PA, Jersey, and New York. Like, like our surrounding area, too many people run on the same day that you work that 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 mm-hmm. you work with. Then people get and the same time on the same day. Yes, yes, double. yes. <laughs> so it's it's, it's kind of hard to make a commitment to one particular company. Uh, well, to multiple companies when they're all running the same day. So. So give us your history on like like how you and Alex got together and, and, and decided oh, to become American Murder Society. I would say it was a coincidence or accident or whatever. I don't believe in either one, so it can't be. It just kind of happened the way it was meant to. Um, I was doing this thing, Kill the Magic. It was like an anti, like almost an NWO light kind of thing. Uh, just to sum it up quickly. <clears throat> guys were against the company. They were there from day one, but they weren't getting pushed. And originally, it was completely different guys. It was me, Mike Dunn, and I think Wheeler Yuta was supposed to be in it, and Don Montoya was supposed to wrestle in, I think, Magic. And it was supposed to be the son of old school. It was like old school style guys, young vets, old vets, and you know, taking the young boys and, and showing them how to beat the shit out of people instead of doing flips and it was a whole different thing than it was supposed to be. We end up being kill the magic because plans change schedules and all that. <clears throat> and we wound up needing a tag team. It was going to be me and Mike Donovan. We're going to do the single stuff. We needed a tag team. And Alex was teaming up with a guy named Matty Ice as climate change, which is a fucking terrible name for a tag team. And so that was what it was supposed to be. We kicked Matty out because he was better off as a baby face. He wasn't very good as a heel. So, um, Good baby. Like I said, great white meat, but I, I thought he could do both. Not everyone can. It's not a shot. It's just, yeah, let's bring him back later as a face. We kicked the shit out of him, threw him out the group, <coughs> replaced him with another guy, Martinez, Joey Martinez now. But I didn't really yeah, I, know. Like, you know, I'm kind of on the booking team. I wasn't the number one guy ever. I was one of three or one of five or – Five's too many. Always do three if you're doing a booking team, by the way. Uh, I was one of three on the booking team. I'm like, I don't really want to give myself a single push, and I kind of can't be a jobber in this domination. What if I tag one of these guys? And then there was a gif that Shane Fair, who's now a ring announcer, put on the internet of me and Alex like taunting him or some shit, and it was hilarious. I'm like, yeah, we, yeah that's it. So <clears throat> it started because I saw a gif on my friend's social media and said, oh, that looked cool. We should do that. Legit. And I talked about it. He was for it. So, you know. And then, uh, and then and you came up with, and then I know you had one other name before AMS. <coughs> Fucking allergies. Yeah, so we were just Kill the Magic at first, and then we thought, uh, I think it was um, Relentless Revolution. And that kind of was like, that's all right, but there's no, you know, kick to it. So I was having uh, either tequila or vodka one night, heavy, which I usually don't do. 
<clears throat> you should have a shot or two. I've I've had like four or five at night, and I was watching American Horror Story, and I'm like, oh, that AHS, that's cool. We can't steal it though. I'm like, yo, what about AMS, American Murder Society? And then I texted him immediately, and he was like, fuck yes, I love it. Just went with it. And then, then you see we're off to the races. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I'm there. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you guys are killing it wherever you go. Hands down, I cannot say anything bad, bad about you guys. You guys are always on point. Um, and then what you do for pro wrestling magic, what people don't uh, like fans and stuff don't see because it, it, it's no secret uh, in, in, in any wrestling company, a lot of the boys help with the company to make it grow, to be better. We have to, because if we're not helping uh, make it grow, it's like, it, and, and, and somebody else has to carry the weight all by themselves. That company is going to be in turmoil because of all mm-hmm. the stress and the financial and whatever else that may come, whether they got to set up and make arrangements and, and, and that comes a burden and that person will burn out. So for guys like you and everyone else, whoever's helping out behind the scenes to make magic happen, it's a beautiful thing when it's all put together. And for you guys bringing me in, I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I was, I was, uh, I was loving it when, when you, when you, uh, when I got the, uh, the instant message. They're like, "Hey, brother, what you doing? Uh, you got a, uh, you got? Are you free? And like, are you like, free I, for the next cool. like, twenty four months or so? <laughs> <laughs> got a gig well, for it, you? Well, it, it, it didn't happen quite like that. It was a first. We come in, we try to see how I am, you know, and and that's all anything is, you know. I I come in and uh, I like how pro- professional everything is done, everything set up. Yeah, you had to. Everyone had the run sheet for me. Um, and and then the crew, the crew you got there to work with as far as a lot of talent I already know from other places I worked with as well. So it was very comfortable for me to fit right in because I knew a lot of people already from from the area because they right. either come here or South yeah. Jersey or, or 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 wherever the case may be where I'm at. Uh, then your production crew, you had uh, Xander on the lights. Yeah, GoPro. Uh, wrestling there doing the filming and stuff and i work with these guys countless numbers of times and like i said it, it it was like i felt like i was a missing piece in the in in a puzzle like i'm not gonna say i was the piece there because i'll never when uh when people go out and say hey you got to get chio he's the best uh sound i like i tell them no do not say i'm the best i refuse to take that <laughs> No, because it's a fact. There's other guys out there who are way better than I am, but the who are professionals who DJ for a living. Uh, but the fact that their price range is probably out of this world mm-hmm. on top of that. But then these DJs who do it professionally like that, they don't have the pro wrestling knowledge like no. I have where – you know what's on cue. You see different things. Uh, sometimes I have to do, do use judgment when I need to uh, play a song at the right time for whatever reason, you know. Uh, so, so like I said, so that's where it it, it uh, helped me out 
to obtain another booking with use. And then eventually uh we, we talked about it and uh like like you said, I got right now people try to uh book me. I said, uh you gotta get in line, man. Like I pull out my calendar. <laughs> I, 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 I pulled out my calendar and I'm like, if any of your dates fall on any pro wrestling magic dates from now to the end of twenty twenty two, you're shit out of luck. You better start scheduling uh twenty twenty three. If anything, nice. so, and I'm very grateful that, and, and it's a handful of promotions that I do that with. And like, like with use right now, hands down, yeah. when they reach out to me with the other com- com- companies I work with, mm-hmm. I, I said, look, here's my magic dates. It's either, it's either I'm working with you on a different date or you just don't have me. It's, it is what it is. And that's much appreciated. And whether you think you're the best guy for the job or not, you're the right guy for the job because you have that knowledge. So, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. Now, going into magic. Now, what is some mm-hmm. of the backbreaking <clears throat> stuff that you took on your shoulders to relieve from, like Anthony and whoever else is involved? Like, what is your part in in the company? Oh man, it's it's a full time job, and it's not, but it, it really is because there's something every day, got to get discussed or talked about or done, or some combination of the three. Uh, <clears throat> I'm part of the creative process. I don't really do social media anymore, thank God, because I was awful at that. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the story, story, uh, you know, storylines and matches for the um, more the match guy. I'm not the best with like, oh, let's. How do we get from point A to point B to point C? Uh, I could do it, but I'm not the best at it per se. I'm I'm kind of in the conversation about it. Um, that and you know, setting the shows up, picking ring rentals, coordinating a ring crew for the ring rentals because I can't be at all of them. I got my son, you know. I, I I think some of the best ring rentals that you that that you have is when your ring is being rented in the same building that is stored in. That's really you the only one I'll do. You ain't got to travel. <laughs> if they want us to travel with that ring, it's going to cost them a hell of a lot more than it's worth. That they'd be better going to someone else. That way, if they're like, "Oh, we really got to do it with you," for some reason, at least we're getting paid really well for it to deal with that headache. Because man, same venue, it's cool, it's easy. Uh, it's a lot of work, but I mean, it's doable. Just a lot of time. But doing it outside the venue, man, with all the setup, the takedown, putting the truck out of the truck, it's not worth it. And multiple people who do ring rentals have told me it's not worth it for the traveling ring rentals for what you charge for it. No, Before no. You unless... can actually get... unless you get a money mark that's got a couple grand that's like, hey, yeah. hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> but unless unless you have an easy ring that's good to put together as well as if you have your own transportation where you ain't got to rent you're losing out really yeah and we don't have either of those things at this point so ring will hold up but it's not easy to put together or get it to hold up (laughs) yeah cables you got the uh the ratchet strap on one side, just in case. It's it's holding up, but it's uh, yeah, it's on its last legs. Yeah, it's it's like us here with our ring. We we have nuts and bolts we gotta deal with, so that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've probably uh, got a good year for that ring, but we're saving up. We're going to get a new one, or at least to replace the parts that are broken, whatever's cheaper and easier and safer and more efficient. Probably now, just buying a whole new one, to be honest. That that seems like to be a lot of people's things. And then if you uh, find a building to put the ring you got now up and leave it as mm-hmm. a school ring and do like little mm-hmm. student shows there for that one. I'd love to. It's That's something we'd love to do, but money man, financially around here, the price we'd have to charge for people to train there. Yeah. I mean, it's doable, well, sure, but it, well, would, it would take well, time. Well, that's why I said about you do little student shows there too, as well. Yeah, and then yeah. like you charge like maybe five bucks a head to come in, and then you sell the food. You make money off yeah. the food yourself too while you're there. It all adds up. Yeah, we talked about uh, that back in the day. We'd sure. love to do something like that someday, but I think for the foreseeable future, we're good at the Knights of Columbus. It's it's a great venue. They're high high ceiling, yeah. you know, and yeah. and the locker room. It's like you're you're right next to the bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. But ho- hopefully, hopefully, uh, since it's right next to the bar, I hope the guys are not drinking before or during the shows. Right? At, that's a no go. Uh, not, not before your match. No, I don't care what you do after your match. But yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, and I, if, as far as anyone getting high or drinking, it's that should be a big, big no no whatsoever as far like as, as you said after your match when you're done at the very change. least yeah i mean yeah. i'd prefer not not during the show at all but like guys aren't going to listen and i'm not playing police going around to looking like you know just don't do it before your match yeah. and we've have not had an issue with that in quite some time so and no one in our locker room right now has ever had an issue with that so yeah we 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 had that conversation on the show before about uh uh people um having that extra activity going on. Yep. Uh, and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and we've seen the results, uh, the very negative results, whether, whether it be attitudes or, or someone getting hurt in the ring. So it's, yeah, that, that's a big no, no. Um, now before you came back, uh, from the, um, pandemic, when everything was mm-hmm. shut down, Compared now, the way things are going to before the pandemic, how has uh, Pro Wrestling Magic changed? Did it change for the better? What were you guys doing better before the pandemic, or are you doing better now currently? We're getting back up there, but we were doing better before the pandemic, right before, which is the punch in the gut that I still kind of have trouble swallowing. It was December 2019, and then January 2020, February 2020. Standing room only, legitimately sold out. We we kept selling tickets after we were legally sold out. Now the events are over, you know, off the record. Um, no one's watching, right? <laughs> no, we, were, we were not. We got five um, viewers right now. Ah, well, they're not going to tell anyone. No, it wasn't over the fire code, but it was like right about at it. So... Yeah, I mean, the number on the fire code, it wasn't, but what the fire code would be with the ring and all, it was pretty much right at probably what that number is. And then we shut down, and the world shut down, and I won't complain because, like, I didn't lose as much during the pandemic as, like, a lot of other people did. And us as a company, 
we're still in business. We didn't lose our business. So you could complain, but like, what's the point? Uh, it sucks. We're going to get back to where we were. I don't know a time frame. People are still scared. We hit up a lot of the regulars just to see like, hey, you guys are right. And they're really, yeah, but I'm, I'm scared to come back. And I get it. <coughs> I, I, I know a lot I of do. guys were... I know a lot of guys were doing, um, uh, what do you want to call them, studio shows where it was yep. like closed set in different schools and this and that. So they just filmed stuff, stuck them online. Uh, mm-hmm. People started doing more uh, cinematic stuff. Yep. As yeah, well and we as... did a little bit of that. We did. It's not the same, though, and there's no way to make money off that. You just No. Look, yeah. I just did my – I did literally I, – I can agree 100% with you, like – I did probably a dozen tapings without fans, and it was fun because I got the wrestle. But there's that thrill that that the energy you get from the fans that when I say this past Saturday I finally got to go back into my comfort zone with actual fans. I'm still on a high from this past Saturday. First fan (laughs) since 2019. And we've all now had shows with fans now. It's that feeling of them being back is amazing. That wrestling, without fans, wrestling's missing. You can't have shows without fans. Like, WWE tried it. It worked for a while. Now they have fans. AEW did it for a while. Now they have fans. It just is so much better. No, not those kind of fans. What? (laughs) Will some of the the venues get hot? I need fans. This is not Hamburg, Ryan. I love you. Don't take that. That's just be honest. You know, it's hot in Hamburg, but it's the from people that aren't in the wrestling business. It's hard for them to understand like what us wrestlers enjoy the most, and it's that the cheering, the booing, you know, that interaction with the fans as we walk out. Because sometimes, like I'll be honest, the fans had no clue who were the who were the faces and the heels at the show. I come out, and I mean crickets crickets and i'm just like oh shit and all i did all i did was literally do this with my hand and the fans started popping and i'm like okay cool i got them and 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 i mean they were there the entire show every match every every ounce of breath those fans gave us i couldn't i couldn't have asked for a better show you know fans wise like it was amazing fans will never understand what us as wrestlers we need you when we say the fans are what make us do what we do, we are being serious. Without you, our job is just going to a regular nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know, towards that's, the end of my, yeah. I was say towards the end of my career, uh, uh, when when I start to wrestle a lot less and I start managing and stuff, and I'm I'm sure uh, Dennis, Steve, T, I know you can agree with me on this. Like when when you're working with a company and um, and when fans come up to you, whether they like you or don't like you, like for the character wise, when the show's going on, but during that intermission time and stuff like that, and you're getting booed or whatever, and someone comes up, hey, can my kid take a picture with you? Even though the kid and you know, he's booing you, telling you off, whatever. And this kid's happy, smiling. He got to take it. I'm like, you were just telling me to go fuck myself, little kid. And, you know, this little kid telling you that. <laughs> And next thing you know, his dad's bringing him up to you, you know, to get an autograph, get a picture. It's like you put a smile on the kid's face because, hey, I actually got to meet a real wrestler 
uh, got got pictures in this and that. We're like in WWE or 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 any major company like as far as we're when you go to their live events, you don't get to have that same intermission interaction or even no. after the show. No, not at all. Oh, I don't know. Most of my best matches came without anybody there, so well, <laughs> that's always the case. Always the case. Uh, or there was no film of it. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> I, um, so well, I don't uh, see nothing bad. <laughs> PG show. We know what you're going for, you net. You dirty dog, you. No, I was actually being honest. <laughs> I, like, like my first match. My first match was at a Halloween show, and there was like maybe. Seven people there, and I sold two of those tickets. And and and, and that happens though. We all we all go through that in in the business, you know. So, so sometimes you got practically next to nothing. I literally have a match online where maybe three people. I think I I can pull it up and send it to you guys. There's like nobody there. Like what the hell? Like, but we all go through that. Like one oh, of gotcha. my mat- one of my matches, I had one with uh, Tommy Golden, who is like who's my that? brother from another who, mother. Who's that? Who's Tommy Chuck. Golden? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, I know him from, like, all trust. Like, we train together. He, he's like my brother, like, legit brother. He used to basically whip my ass during school. So, <laughs> um, we had an actual one-on-one first time ever. And I can't find the footage for that. I know there's footage for it. I gotta find Big Slam. It's, it's, Somebody it's, find Big Slam. For me. No, you can't. He, he, he passed away. He did. Yeah, he passed oh, away. Damn, I'm over. sorry. Oh, rest yeah. in peace, uh, uh, Steve. So, damn. God, this guy here talking. I lost my train of thought. I was going to ask you a certain question. <laughs> well, there is a question. Look, I don't know. Right, did, you ask, did you did you see it? Pat, I, I don't know. See, if yeah, saw. I see that. Here we go. Steve. So Pat asked you a question, and now Steve, you've been wrestling for years now, okay? And I know you've had probably a, you probably have a top twenty of matches. Yeah. Out of those top twenty, which one is your favorite? Uh there's, there's two that stand out. Uh, favorite singles is definitely with Nunzio, just because of the training I went through to get to the match. He was just coming off WWE. He, they just let him go, or he quit. I'm not sure which one it was. But he had just left WWE in the shape of his life. So just to hang with him, the training I had to do, uh, the, the cardio, <coughs> the throwing up nine times a night, that was fun. I almost died, but, I mean, I didn't die, though, so I was ready. I didn't You're blow out him out of the water, but I hung with him. I hung with him. I was good. And By the end of the tag, night, you were dry heaving. <laughs> Uh, we both were. <laughs> we pushed each other to the limit. It was great. And best tag was probably, <clears throat> excuse me, AMS versus Tommy Dreamer Falaba. It was so easy. Nice. And the crowd was there. And it was, we didn't, not that we didn't do anything. We worked, but like, we didn't have to do much. And they were right there. It was just, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was perfect. comical. I'm sure it was comical with them too. Well, a little bit of comedy, a couple, you know, bigger spots, but like, just an easy match, and they were so into it. It was just so rewarding. And, and now, the he, fact that, like, it was, I think, the first time I'd wrestled Fala, who I'd been friends with for some time on a show, and Tommy Dreamer, like, I grew up watching the guy. Like, 
thinking he was one of the coolest motherfuckers alive. And then I met him and realized he is one of the coolest motherfuckers alive. But <laughs> I can verify that he is one of the coolest motherfuckers alive. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it that way. I've That's, been a at... That's a quarter. That's a quarter. <laughs> the reason he says that is because if my daughter was around in that curse, she charges me. That's how she gets her allowance. So if I say the F word, this little girl goes $5. So, like, she makes a lot of money off of me because dad has a filthy mouth. It just it just happens. A battalion, you know? And we don't really know how to have filters. But, like... Well, you, you know, and then when she asks you for the $5, you give her the other F bomb. You tell her, forget about it. <laughs> no, because you you go tell the little nine year old that she's not getting money, and then she kicks you in the shooting the ding ding. I'm not doing it. It's easy for it's easy for me. I, I'm I'm not because I'm not the one that had to go home with her. I'm here at my house. Yeah, but I'm then good. you got then you got to deal with her mom message you on you on Facebook of why did you tell her daughter block block. That's how it works. <laughs> good luck with that one. That's gonna say that now. Good luck. She'll find a way to get a hold of you. But here's oh, another sure. question for you, Steve. So I, I've asked every promo, every booker, every promotion. Um, I asked last week with Pro Wrestling Magic, you know, and mm. wrestlers were all trying to get their foot in the door everywhere now because now wrestling's back with fans. Um, instead of the normal, what does Pro Wrestling Magic in your eyes look for in a professional wrestler as of character and ring ability? Um, how to reach out to you. What would you say would be the best advice to give to the younger generation of today that are just starting um, on how to reach out to promotions um, for a possible booking or to what, or either lend a hand to help to get the, you know, show you definitely, what they can do. Um, mm, definitely send links, send emails. Cause like I'll watch them sometimes, but I don't have a lot of free time. So if I watch like one a week, it's a lot. Um, and, and I, we're like a smaller company. I can imagine the bigger ones have less time than me. Cause if I have that much shit, to, well, I also got a kid and a job and like whatever, but <clears throat> you know, I, I'm assuming anyone that's as big or bigger than magic on an indie level probably has less time than me or at least as little. So yeah, send your stuff, but be aware that even if good enough, doesn't mean this person has time to watch it. We all have lives and stuff that comes first for this showing up. <clears throat> and Bob Evans will preach about this a lot. Brutal Bob used to be at Ring of Honor. Follow him on Facebook. Uh, he's got very good advice. He's got his own website now. Check it out. The Wrestle Life. Um, do the drives, as they say. Don't expect one of the vets to come up to you and be like, hey, kid, you want to take a ride? Because, like, they might if they know you, if they take a liking to you. But chances are they're not going to. Ask them where they're booked if you could take a ride with them. If you've got a car, offer to drive. If you don't have a car offered, or at least put in money for gas and do some of the driving if you can legally drive and if not a terrible driver. If you are, don't offer to drive my car. Um, <laughs> please. I will appreciate it if you tell me I'm a terrible driver. Here's 20 bucks for gas. Great. Thanks. Appreciate the honesty. But no, do the work. Do the drives. Show up to shows. I'm not saying you got to drive five hours for a show you're not booked on alone. But if there's one down the road and you're not there, you're kind of an asshole. No offense. Actually, they take. Um, if there's one hour or two or more away, again, I'm not saying go alone. Go with a couple friends you're training with. Make friends with the people you train with. Understand that a lot of them are going to fall off and you might be the last one left. But 
make friends and, and or at least acquaintances, people you could ride with and they're booked, take a ride. I've gotten a lot more bookings just showing up than I have by sending an email or making a phone call. Mm-hmm. Or through a friend. That's why you try to be friendly to everybody. Like I'm not saying be fake, but don't be a dick. If you're at least a decent guy or girl and a, a decent hand in the ring, you're going to get more work by that because <coughs> that is a rare tag team. Mm-hmm. Being a, good in the ring and not being a dick. It's gotten a lot better, but, you know. And, and now it's I, all over I, the internet. I've seen that. And the thing is, I, I, seen that. I said every good worker is a dick. I didn't say that, but like, you know. <laughs> and uh, the the those qualities <laughs> of being a good worker and a decent person, I mm-hmm. see that in your locker room when I'm there. Yeah, that's I the number see, one thing we look for. I I see that like there's no yeah. egos. I see you know there 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 is guys with confidence maybe in some places will get looked at as an ego, but the confidence that they have there, it's a positive confidence that they give off that positive vibes that I get. As long as don't like use it to put others down or to think they're better. No, I don't mean as a performer, just above someone. We don't have any of that. We've weeded that out. And that doesn't mean that everyone who's not booked on magic anymore, who used to be is like that. It's not true at all. There was a candle. We've learned to, to weed out the people like that. And no matter how good they are, it's not worth it. It's not yeah. the promoters out yeah. there. Uh, don't do with ego or, or you know, you, you want confidence. Maybe a chip on the shoulder, but don't go with ego. It's never worth it, ever. ever. Ladies and gentlemen, what he's saying is correct because a lot of my bookings came from exactly that, showing up with my boys, you know, never bringing my gear in until I have nope, to. Nope, that, mm-hmm. And just be humble. Be humble, be respectful, shake everybody's hand, you know. I'm here if you need me. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll be your fan. I'll be that one person that you need to mark out to in the ring, you know, outside, whatever. I'm that person, and that's one thousand percent true. If you stay loyal to the game, you know, the game will be loyal to you. It's the long game, but what, yeah, what, 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 what you just said, uh, I agree to a hundred percent, especially the part. Where um about you have your gear but don't bring it nope. in kind of, mm-hmm. because there's plenty of shows I've been on where guys who are not booked they just show up, they bring their gear, they take someone's uh seating area, whatever, and they're already getting dressed and they're not you, you don't know who the hell they are. They're not booked on the show, but he's in their gear. I'm like, who the who is that? Like is he, I'm like I'm looking at the format. Like, <laughs> who are you? I'm like uh, I will say it? that um, I don't fault anyone at, at my shows if you ride with someone, especially for bringing your gear back in and asking. Because I don't know, you could have parked six fucking miles away. But yeah, putting the gear on that would be like yeah, no, get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, look, I've been no. I've showed up. At, I used to show up at shows. Uh, when I first it, started, I would let the promoter gear. know I was coming. Oh God, no! <laughs> I would let the promoter know that I was coming. Um, and that I would be like, I would really like to sit down and talk with them. Um, I go, but I would have a bag of clothes on me to help set up because I always wore, I was always told to dress for the job I want, not the job I have. So I'd always wear dress pants, dress shirt, nice little tie, dress shoes, everything nice and clean. Um, because nine out of 10, I was always used as a baby face. So I, you know, baby faces at the time, 
I was always told not did not have a beard. You know, they had a certain way they had to look. So promoters like that. And I'd have like a little like gym bag, duffel bag. And I would leave it before walking in the venue. I would leave it at a door and then walk in the venue. Introduce myself, talk with the promoter. And then I'd ask, hey, you know, I would really like to help set up. Um, but I would like to change into some, you know, rougher clothes. So, they, you know, my nice clothes don't get dirty. And they'd be like, absolutely. Go to the locker room. If you have gear, go grab it and put it in the locker room. If we need you, we'll use it. Oh, okay. That's a good. Uh, that's a good approach. I like that. You know, and and I'd always tell them, like, advice. you know, I would. I appreciate the offer. If you guys need me, I'm here. I go, but if not, I would love to just hang out, watch a show, and see what you guys have. When you know, just watch how you guys do stuff. And I never got. I got to know. I always got to absolutely. Did I always get put on the shows? Yes, I did. Was most of it because of who I was trained by? Eighty-five percent of the time, yes. Because when you say you're trained by the Mess Brothers. Everybody in the business knows who the Mess Brothers are. So they know that you're trained and you're respectful. And when you show up and you say, hey, you want to help out, you really are good there to help out. Um, but then there's other guys that are like, hey, you know, we appreciate your helping out, but tickets are 20 bucks. They're like, okay, here's $20. I'd, ha- I'd pay you the 20 but I won't care, you know, because in the <clears> longevity, <throat> that, that, image, that, that representation that I just did goes a long way. Could be yeah. four or five months down the road. That guy goes, you know what? I really like that dentist guy because he showed up. He messaged us first, showed up, asked to help. We told him, you know, hey, we didn't have a spot, but he had to buy a ticket, and he bought a ticket still. You know, so that goes a long way. And I always and I appreciate, you know, and I always ask, you know, the you always see the guys show, this you, question. You, you you would always see guys with catching attitude when the whole. Ticket thing gets brought up and like, what do you know who I am? Uh, pretty much, no, we don't know who the fuck you are. That's why you're not on the show. That's why we're asking you to buy a <laughs> ticket. Really, honestly, I out of respect because you know we're trying to make because the other boys on the show are trying to make money as well. So it's like, yeah, I'm like it, it's it, it it it's not trying to knock them down a notch. Like you're not good enough. You need to buy a ticket. It's more or less, hey, we're 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 still a company. We're still trying to. Uh, uh, make money to, to to pay these guys who are busting their asses who are here, you know. So it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dennis, you said something else. You had no. That was that was the question. That, okay. that was okay. honestly that that's one thing that I always want to hear. Mm-hmm. See what other bookers and shows or you know things they can help the younger kids with because all of all of us vets can preach all day long exactly what we're all saying. It just it takes a special person to to listen and take it in. You know, we had, you know, a kid from ACPW, you know, the training center finally graduated. He had a match and the kid didn't know he's graduating. <laughs> it was just, hey, he came to the back and I was like, hey, congratulations. You finally graduated. But Tyreno had the, you know, that was his main trainer. I just I just started a couple months ago, you know, but these kids are putting the effort and the time into you know, train on the weekends and work out with me and work on promos and character stuff and work on the basic small little things, you know, that that to me is is the most important. But, you know, these young kids don't get it sometimes, but sometimes the young kids are like, yeah, this guy's serious. Like we, we need to get bookings, but this is the way we have to do it. Like this is how I did it in the very beginning 13 years ago. You know, I would have never made it two years in the business if I didn't do it that way. I would have been I would have my ass whooped like. 13 years ago, we had guys that would beat the shit out of you. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now you can't do that because, oh, we have Karens <coughs> and little sissies because, you know, the sand in there, you know, whatever areas, you know, you can't, you can't beat someone up when they disrespect somebody in the business or the vets in the locker room or the show or, you know, or so on and so on. Because, you know, now it's frowned upon. But... Uh, the- Sorry, that reminds me of a, of a clip um, with Loki and basically beating the holy hell out of somebody for botching a spot with straight legs, you know. And <clears throat> I'm like, wow, this is the stuff that we used to get tortured by. You know, and nowadays you, you don't do that anymore. No, and you can't, no. It's crazy, and uh, I'm, it's good to me. It's good because for missing a spot, a small spot or whatever, it it, it, it was asinine for him to receive multiple kicks to the head because that's what happened. Yeah, especially uh, to the head. Damn, ouch! No thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of concussions. Uh, Steve, now mm. this coming Saturday at Pro Wrestling Magic. You and Alex, the American Murder Society, will be going head-to-head against a team known as MSP. Now, what kind of background is on MSP? Because uh, I don't think I ever met them before. So, they're from Maine, so they're assholes, naturally. Um, okay, cool. Assholes. All right, gotcha. Um, yeah, they're, they're a great tag team, but they're, they're assholes because they're from Maine. And I've been wanting to fight them for a minute. You know, we've been wanting to get in the ring and, and just see what's up, and they've been high on our list. And we had a little interaction during a gauntlet at one of the Fight TV pay-per-views. So they took us from the back, and they they beat us pretty quick. No excuses, but they got the jump start now that it's one-on-one, and we're going to see them coming. I don't know. I don't know they get so lucky. But they've been high on the AMS hit list for a minute, so... Maybe we just welcome them to the American Murder Society. Yeah. And, that's a, <laughs> and that's a Medicana because it's going to be happening uh, <laughs> Saturday, September 11th at the Knights of Columbus in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. And anybody out there who wants to get any tickets, it's uh, real easy. Let me just pull this info up. That way it I don't is, have to keep stuck. I got you. ProWrestlingMagic.TicketLeap.com There it is, right there. Bam! Oh, I knew I had it. Come on, yeah. Chio. You're chopping the ball, man. I had dropping it right the there. Ball. See, If I knew how to uh, read, I'd be pretty happy right now. Yeah, me too. Uh, you see, people, you need to get your tickets fast. Uh, I'm sure Front Row probably maybe sold out. It's, it's 40 Close bucks. Uh, okay. $30 gen- general mission. You don't want to miss out on that. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this scrolling at the bottom of the screen for the rest of the show, right there, so fans can remember as we're gonna keep talking. Um, and I will plug it at the end of the show too, as well when when, when I do my uh, final goodbyes. Uh, Steve, I want to thank you for joining us here. Um, thank you for having uh, me. It, it, thank you. Do Do you have so- any final words, shout outs, or anything like that? Oh, oh, you're pointing. Who are you pointing to? Who are you pointing to, the brother? Bell time. <laughs> I'm pointing at the scroll. The bell time is technically <clears throat> for the live pay-per-view 7 p.m. We're going to have a pre-show yes. at 6.30 for the pay-per-view. And we are also taping matches at 5 o'clock 
if you have a ticket for the six thirty okay. show, you can I'm, come at five o'clock for free. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix this right now while you're here right, because cool. uh Anthony told me the doors opened up at um five thirty. So people would be yeah, a half hour it. late. Okay, we, we okay. changed cool. it over the weekend. That's that's my bad. Damn. Damn these guys. Doors will be at five. <laughs> all right, let's see here. So did and we have a first, match um, at all change? Did what? you have uh, a match change at all? Okay. No. I was look, I'm looking on the I'm on the Facebook page and I saw that Daniel uh um, Daniel, oh, right. Daniel Garcia was off one. Yes. That match we come out of it. We didn't really change the card, we just made a four way instead of a five way. So <clears throat> I found out today on the internet surfing around that AEW is going to be taping dark at Universal in Orlando, which is awesome. I love it there. Uh, so I'm assuming that's what he got called off for because it was an AEW related thing. Mm, so gotcha. don't, don't have heat with him for this guy. So don't be like, Oh, Oh, screw him for not coming to magic. No, uh, they pay him more. Than we do, uh, more than we can afford to, <laughs> uh, you don't, you uh, but don't significantly. Say. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's his yeah, job. Like, I was going through that's stuff, his job. So. I was going through and I was like, hold on. I know there's a missing person out of this. Out of the, where, Where's Garcia? Boom, so yeah. I wanted to make sure because we like wrestling fans understand some of them do card subject to change. Yeah. When they work for those bigger companies, those bigger companies can pull them at any given moment. You know, with Deppin being with ROH, ROH can pull Deppin the day of the God, show and say, hey, don't. listen, we. I'm just going to do this. You're making me worry because they have a pay-per-view the day uh, after. Okay. So I'm like, ah. Well, the well, pay-per-view wouldn't you. be that is far. It, the, is it the, local or does he have to fly out? I think it's local, so he'd probably be all right. I think it's in New York. Oh, well, yeah. he's good then. Yeah, I think so. so. I think it's in New York. If it's in New York, he should be fine. Hey, Ring of um, Honor, you're listening. We do all the COVID testing stuff. He'll be fine. <laughs> Look, with what do. the president just said today at five o'clock yeah we are in for it i'm just saying well <laughs> all right all right uh steve do you have any any final words that you would like to say any cheap plugs of your own that you want to put out there i'll always plug my social media cheaply and often so follow me on twitter and instagram at i hate steve off um, so this guy made an Instagram page with the name handle Steve off. He posted like a dinosaur and like a slice of pizza and like never posted again. It wasn't me. Something I would do, <laughs> but he got the name first and I hate that guy. Not myself. That's the story of the ad. <clears throat> I don't really update my YouTube anymore. Eventually I will. Uh, Facebook, Steve off, follow pressing magic on all forms of social media. Saturday for thirty to forty dollars, you can get awesome live entertainment. If that's too much for you, if you're still COVID scared, I get it. Sign up for IWT, use the promo code Magic, and watch it for ten dollars a month or a hundred dollars for the year if you pay up front. Yeah, it's cheaper that way. We still get paid if you watch it from home, so we'd rather you be there. It'd be great. You're missing out on half the show if you're not there live, because half the experience is being there. But at least get a half ass experience of it and watch them TV. It's still pretty and damn cool. And then, and then on, top of that, on top of that, if they enjoy it live, they can go back and watch previous Pro Wrestling Magic oh, yeah. shows as All well. All of the previous shows are either on Fight TV or IWTV. Well, from 2021 on, and some of the 2020 stuff. We're working on getting a back catalog going. 
uh, we all had a good job, so give us a little while. But eventually, the entire back catalog will eventually be on IWTV. And uh, before I kick you out of here, uh, I know coming up on um, September 23rd, does that sound familiar? Somebody has a birthday coming up. So I just want to wish you a happy birthday if I don't get a chance to say it this Thank Saturday you. or Much I'm sure it's going to pop. I'm sure it's going to pop out in my in my uh, Facebook uh, notifications. Hey, this guy has a birthday. I'm like, should I send him a cake or something like that in the comments? Don't do that. I don't know. I, I, I just, <laughs> oh, in the comments. Sure. I was going to say I appreciate comments. it, but my abs would not appreciate it. I don't have abs yet. They're almost there. So no cake. Stay up. I, <laughs> All right. Once again, I'm sure everyone here says the same thing. Thank you. Thank you guys uh, for having me. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Get a it's good night's time. sleep. Man, I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah, I'm all hyped up now. Now I'm not going to be able to, damn it. I'm going to try. <laughs> it's uh, all Reaper's fault. Just make sure you get that coffee in the morning. And take something we'll for do. that cold, too. You still got to work Saturday, man. Bro, it's like you out there. The- the change in the weather, I got an itchy throat, and my nose just won't shut the fuck up. You're gonna be doing that during the match, and they're not gonna want to uh, fight you. Be like they're 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 gonna be yelling COVID at you. They're, oh, COVID, COVID. Yeah, no, I got the yeah, vaccine. Yeah. I tested negative. Fuck yeah. y'all. Not oh, by the way, ROH <laughs> is in Philly, not in New York. Still close. Still close. Can make it. You're he'll good. Get there in time. You're he'll really get there in time. good at that I point. <laughs> He's on like third or fourth. You'll, he'll get there in time, guys. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, once again, thank you very much. I'll see you on uh, Saturday. And uh, see you then, bro. Let's rock. Let's rock out. Yes, sir. Right, thank peace. you guys for having me. All right. Hey, that's Mikey there. Oh, hey. Lord. Jesus Christ. The camera room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're, uh, we're going to get into some shit right now. Sorry, Pat. Ooh, yeah, we're, we're, oh. we're, we're definitely going to get into some shit right now. Oh, damn. I said it again. Because uh, this little, uh, well, it's not a menage a trois. There's four of us here, but it's going to become a four, five, five. It's going to become a five, a trois or whatever, or, or however you want to call it. Is, is he know. ready? Or it's a, uh, it's not Cinco de Mayo. It's Cinco de Austin. Ole, 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 ole. There he is. Ole. What's up, Austin? What's going on, guys? How we doing? I'm doing good. I found soccer cards Bye. again. I've been opening packs the whole time. Uh, I won't yeah. lie. I bought 10 of them. I, I'm sorry. $100 well worth it. Oh yeah. How totally. long have you been down there waiting to jump in? Like five minutes. I, I waited until you were starting to wind down. before. Ah, I- man. I'm so sorry, man. I should have lasted longer with Steve now. Shit. Uh, hey, okay. uh, hey uh, I got a question. Is, is, is the game over? No. Uh, no. Well, What's the score? I think from my Wait. angle, I think the Bucks are still winning. Bucks winning? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, yeah, halftime 21 16, Tampa Bay. That's not bad. Uh, let's be real. What? That is not a bad score. You're facing Tom Brady. See, 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 but I have a toss-up in that game right now that people are watching. Is because, you know, one, I don't like Tom Brady. And number two, I don't like Dallas. So it's like a toss-up. Like, look, yeah. I would I'm rather – look, I'm going to say this way. I would rather see Dallas win, win over Tampa. Nah. 
I, There's I, a reason. Listen, you got. I want to see it in a tie. No, no. Let Dallas get the high because they beat the the defending Super Bowl champions, and then they're going to get smashed the rest of the season. I'm just saying. That just happens every year, so that's nothing new. That is true. That is very true. Like the Ravens have already been killed this year, but you know, hey, like, uh, like for your losses confirmed out for the season, both of them. All right, yep. guys, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm at to cut you off and bring well, it back. No, that's this fine. ain't we the other wrestling. This, this ain't the other Devereaux sports shows. You got time to talk about that crap in the in the in the room? Okay. <laughs> well, fine, fine. Then yeah, let me start fine. it off. What? How does everybody feel about what Melissa Santos is saying about Brian Cage being misused in AEW right now? Oh, I just saw that uh, before we got on. I finally saw that uh, where she was in the car with the video. Yeah, and pretty much saying that he's that he's he's a superstar and he's being misused. Like what? Well, for, like, for are one, you trying to me, kill the guy's career? Well, well, well. For one, for me, like pe- people might. Uh, think i'm stupid or something but i don't even know who the fuck she is so it wouldn't matter to me so <laughs> then i come to find out it's it's his girl or whatever yeah his or, wife his wife they're like married I said, but like i said the i don't kids. know who she is though that's the thing though lucha when, when, underground i didn't know she i, I didn't she, watch lucha wasn't. underground seriously i did not watch lucha underground so it's like when when you have people that you don't know really, like you just don't care sometimes because of other people's opinions. No. I'm like, and, and 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 he seemed like a cool cool dude when when I met him. I'm like, and 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 it's no disrespect or or uh, or knock on his wife, but the fact of the matter is, there's going to be other people out there that's going to think the same way. Is like, okay, there's a reason for everything why he's not. Uh, being used a certain way because other companies probably got spots right now for other guys that they need to use in certain ways. Yep. And, and maybe it's just what they want to do. He don't fit the mode for what they want going on at the moment, but maybe something down the line is going to pop up. And then yes, we need Brian cage for this because this is what we were building up to. Maybe they don't have anything right now that, that that they can throw him into a particular spot at this very moment. Here, here's my I take agree. on this. Here's my take on this. Brian Cage is an amazing athlete. Brian Cage is boring as hell. There's two different things here. I can't in, in the ring, he could work. But you had the microphone, what's he gonna do? Who better? Look, Come there's on. a lot of wrestlers that can't talk in a microphone, so you can't really say that he's boring because of that or bland because then you'd have to talk about how bad Brock Lesnar is, um, but Bobby Brock Lashley. No, Bobby he really can can't. Yes, now Bobby can. can. Bobby can talk now, but he couldn't before. It Let's was, go back. Horrible. Let's go way back. Brock was uh, shit on the microphone back in the day. Brian Danielson, when he came in. He was all wrestling. He didn't have much of a, 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 a personality or mic skills no. back then. You know, and they worked with him over time, and it came out. Yep. And Chris Benoit he, couldn't talk. It took him a forever. It took him a while to learn how to get good on the microphone. But his in-ring skills are way superior to anything known to mankind. So, 
Oh yeah, it's, but it's, it's like, gonna get noticed before his verbiage but, even. But Brian Cage is a great professional wrestler, and I'm not to say no. I say he's an amazing no. athlete. But he's not. But I can't. But he, I don't he does nothing for me. Okay, he for does you, nothing that's fair. for me. Like that's you fair. put, he he's just a muscular guy with superb athletic skills. He he. What is his take? He is he Wolverine? What is he? What is he? Whatever doing? he wants to be, because he could literally throw someone across the ring and end the first. Exactly. Third, third okay. Row. He, he is a animal, but what is he? What is he? What what is he doing for the fans? What, what that's what. Stick? That's why they have him with Taz because they got to figure it out. And again, they I, have him with Taz. Actually, he's not with Taz no more. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. I, yeah, that that was no, gone that, like yeah. what a weeks ago. They they gave that title to the. Oh, that's right. That's right. They, no, no, that's right. They took him out and gave him the. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but again, it's the. She's not. I'll say this. I, and if any, if someone gets this to freaking Brian Cage and he doesn't like it, oh well, dude, you need to get your woman in in line because all of what she's doing is gonna hurt you in the long run because. People aren't going to want to use you on the on the shows if your wife's going to be there, and say that you're being misused. Like it's wrestling, and 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 that happened. Earn so, your spot. So, and, and that happened so many times in the past with other people, where their significant other is there, and behind the scenes, either mouthing off, saying the wrong thing, and people are overhearing it, and they don't want to hear that in the locker room. So they're like, you know what, we're going to stop using him because of of his uh, other. Whoever's with him. Exactly. So, My significant other is backstage too all the time. And it's a beautiful sight. Here's a contrast to comparison. Powerhouse Hobbs. That's a big dude. Athletic. He really doesn't do anything on the mic, but his facial expressions tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Brian has not grasped that yet. He okay, looks at people. Fair. He, he that's looks a fair at people. He's angry. He he gets angry and stuff, but the way Hobbs portrays himself, be like, okay, he has some type of character charisma. Well, charisma. look at Wardlow. You could be as confident as you want. That's not charisma. All right, gentlemen, we have a list of topics. Uh, I sent you the PDF. Uh, I couldn't get the word. Uh, uh, it, uh, it it took me to stream. It brought me to the website here instead of like the PDF. It downloaded, but it didn't load to my phone. You probably no. You you. It's probably in your phone. You probably have to go to your files and look where it's like download or something. I was like that trying because, to find it because that's what, that's what happened to, to me. Because that's what I had to do. I had to go to my like my file folder and it popped up right there. I don't know if you, Austin. I don't know if you saw it or not. Yeah, I have it on my computer here. Yay! Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> you know, this is like what? You, you know, you, you know, um, Austin. If you had longer hair, you would actually look like um, Thor. I used to have longer hair, and I used to have a larger beard. But you, you need, but you know which Thor I'm talking about, right? <laughs> The last, the, the the last, one. <laughs> yeah. the one where uh, he was on a uh, binge drinking. No, no, no. Fat, Had a little weight uh, to him. Yeah, fat pregnant Thor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, brother. I love you. Um, 
gift from my okay. cousin. <laughs> I dressed up for him at a Halloween party. And he was like, here. And hold the beer out. <laughs> First topic uh, that we come across was Pete Dunn. Uh, his co- his contract is running out, and um, WWE offered him a new contract uh, after after the SummerSlam weekend. It has not been confirmed as of yet uh, if Dunn has accepted or not. However, Dunn did post a pic on Instagram of himself and Adam Coe with the caption of a hint of him wanting to be all elite as well. I'm I'm not going to say that say or who I've been informed by, but there's some friends of mine that are very close to the Pete Dunn family and friendship. Um, and no, he has not assigned no contract. He did not extend it. He is looking at options everywhere. And I mean, everywhere. Um, but if he does end up anywhere, it's either a going to probably be in New Japan, in my opinion. I was just or AEW. That. It's the only two play. Like he can go, he can go back to the UK and be the star that he already is. Literally, he he is that good. He has literally changed everything he has done to be even better now. And he doesn't um, have that clause, I, right? I think no, 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 no. So, so he. He would have a clause that says he can't wrestle for X but, amount of time. But he has, with, contract have to has to expire for the zero clause. Yeah. But uh, within on the NXT brands on, on on the smaller brands, it's only for thirty days. 30 days. Yeah. If you're on the main roster, it's going to be ninety days. Which I can tell you right now, they've already started changing those contracts now too. Oh yeah. I, I honestly, Stevenson, I, Stevenson. Someone said Stevenson's contract for WWE is ninety days now. I, uh, oh. I honestly see him going to New Japan. Yes. Why? Because I think uh, Tony Strong Khan. Style. No, no. Not only that, Tony Khan and the rest of AEW is going to take a long, hard look at the financial situation where they're already signing these other stars already. How much more money are they willing to keep throwing around? Then and then on top of that, you still <laughs> got all these other talent who, like they said on, uh, like uh, the original guys who've been around since day one. Like uh, those guys, there need to uh, be, be be getting their work in instead of uh, just getting, instead of just giving it to uh, the guys that are just coming in. Uh, getting signed, so they're gonna steadily look at their money factor. And the thing, is, the thing is this though: if they had a choice to pick up uh, Dunn, or let's say we all heard the rumors about Bray Rock, why as a possibility, if if they had to pick and choose between Bray and, and Dunn, they're they're most likely gonna go with Bray, and you see Dunn going to New Japan. Okay, so look. I have a mixed feeling with that one because as a business person, you have to look at the longevity of it. Pete Dunn has a longer longevity in wrestling because of his age. Bray Wyatt does not. Yes, Bray Wyatt can make anybody and any character he wants make you millions. And he can get the fans behind him. Pete Dunn can do the same thing 
but it's the who am I going to get the longer bang out of than than each other? And I think Pete Dunn's that guy. I think Pete Dunn between if I have to compare both of them, I think Pete Dunn wrestling wise is a hundred times better at wrestling than than Bray Wyatt. He's a more technical sounded wrestler, and I love Bray Wyatt. I I love his character. I love his in ring ability. I love everything he brings me to the screen because I can believe it. I can get behind it. I can feel it. But from a wrestling standpoint, Pete Dunne outscores him by a hundred, you know, and I know people won't agree with me and that's fair and fine. Everybody has their opinions, just like T had his opinions about Brian cage. And, and I agree. Once you made that comparison about him and Hobbs, 100% on point, 100%. I can agree with you now on that one. If you compare someone with me to to him, I can understand where you are with that. So, like, when I compare Pete Dunn and Bray Wyatt, it's like Bray Wyatt's, you know, can go multiple ways. Pete Dunn is, you know, he can go multiple ways, but his character is always going to be here. You know? Right. But yeah. his in-ring talent can go <laughs> everywhere. He can do any style of wrestling you want him to do. Bray Wyatt can't. Right. So, if anything, Bray Wyatt goes to, I would say Bray Wyatt go to New Japan. Mm, And Pete Dunne go to AEW. Only for the fact that they can build more around Pete Dunne and New Japan could really, could you you see it now if Muda ever decided to wrestle again versus Bray Wyatt? Oh, God. That would be pretty good. I'm just saying, like that, like that to me, with the way their characters are, I feel you. I, I don't you. care if their shows at two in the morning. I will stay the or three in the morning. I will be up to watch that match <laughs> at three in the goddamn morning. Because it's first off, it's the great mood. Okay, first off, that that's that. That alone. And then you have Bray Wyatt. You throw in the like, the great mood entrance where the, the guy comes down and does the the genie lamp again, and boom, and here he is. And then you have Bray Wyatt do some out of the ordinary freakish kind of what the heck kind of kinky, freaky shit are you into, Bray Wyatt? Because that was <laughs> just saying. You know. But no, 100%. I hope I, I want I hope he done. I don't want to say I don't want him to leave WWE because I do enjoy him when he's on that TV. It's one of the reasons why I still watch NXT. Um, I want him to stay because he, ha- he can make a great career out of it in WWE. It's just that simple. Triple H is 100% behind him. Um, but if he does leave and go elsewhere, um, he's going to become even a bigger star than what he is in WWE. And then he will be- end up back in WWE 100%. Vince will be like, what were we thinking? We are idiots. Well, we know. You let Adam Cole go. <laughs> All because of, you know, a bunch. You wanted him to go apparently be a manager to freaking. Manager. I, I, I was just about to bring that up. You mentioned Adam Cole. For those who don't know out there, it has been noted. That if uh, Adam Cole stayed with WWE, that uh, that the idea of putting him in a managerial role with Keith Lee on SmackDown, however, this would have possibly led into a name change. Unfortunately, because of since uh, WWE announcer Michael Cole is currently on SmackDown, there was there was rumors of that. So I would think that would be a total slap in the face if. They uh, did yeah. either one of those things. Even if he was wrestling and they went to change his name, 
that would have been a no-no for me. That's I, why I said he made the better choice of going. You, you, make, you make Adam Cole change his name, and you lose. Yeah. You you make Adam Cole Absolutely. go from wrestling to manager, you lose it. You you lost it. Now, I what did anybody watch the press conference with Adam Cole after AEW? Yeah, I watched it. I loved it. I loved every little bit of it. They, they, the, one of the interviewers brought up the whole Vince McMahon thing. He goes, I've never had one bad experience with Vince McMahon. He is intimidating. But he, the reason he's intimidating is because he demands respect. And you should, in that kind of in that spot, you should have the most up respect for that man because Vince McMahon really did and has changed the landscape of professional wrestling. No one can doubt, no one can deny that. You know, without Vince, there is no more wrestling, you know, and he's opened a lot of doors for professional wrestling from the indies to all the shows and platforms he's given people like. So Adam Cole, like he's pretty much was thanking, you know, Vince and the WWE for their opportunities. He didn't save anything bad. He didn't really take any shots when he debuted on AEW really besides, you know. Well, that's that's the same thing with uh, Brian did at the end of the. At the end of the uh, show, um, where it, it was, it was off camera. So, so, so somebody he said recorded he's a professional with, wrestler. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that, and, and that, no, and that he, he appreciated. He, he appreciated the place. and loved Vince, and they have yeah. an amazing relationship. Yeah, he said and the same thing. Yeah. yeah. He, like, he said that, that Vince babies him, and he didn't want to be babied. Yeah. Like, oh, and God, that's, yeah. That's why he went. Well, but Adam, if they would have done that, it would have been like you said, the death of Adam Cole. And would have been. I swear on yeah, everything. Exactly worse than. Unless it was Vince himself coming up with this idea, like in my face, like preaching. If it would have been one of his other stooges, like uh, Pritchard or whatever, came up, like we got this idea for you, I would have walked out. Because yeah. you, you, you know, Vince, I can understand because he's trying to. You know, pitch it to you. Anybody else? Right. Hell no. I would have walked the hell out. Like, who? Who are you? Yeah. What, what you done, brother love? You know, like, <laughs> brother love was brother love. <laughs> yeah. What is that? He brother love. He loves you. Nah, bro. No. Yeah, that was. It wasn't a lovely idea, though. That, that, that's that. disrespectful. That is disrespectful. That's fourteen years of this man's career of being on top. Cause he knows he's that good. Yeah, and you know what I mean. I was actually talking with a uh, with a buddy of mine about it. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Actually, uh, I said, I said, I think NXT disbanding the Undisputed Era marked the beginning of the end. Yes, because they they yeah. they were yeah they were needle for see, NXT. We, we were like this. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> Like, that, was like, like it was they were they were trying to be this generation's NWO, and it was working, and it was working well. Like the point where, yes, it was titles was, in my opinion, some of the greatest like storyline and just overall just wrestling talent that I had ever seen in NXT. Bro, was, the, was, I the, wouldn't, I, I, I honestly wouldn't compare them to NWO. I think they were better than NWO. I would compare them to more like a as, DX. No, I was going to say more of a new horseman. No. no, Because here's the thing. Horsemen, (laughs) they had that old school style, but they were cohesive. They were a unit. They, (laughs) depending on which combination of horsemen you had, though. Uh, 
but the really great ones, like as far as like like the ones, uh, Tara, um, Arn, Tolly, Rick, and and Barry, that there was the team right there, hands down. And like, um, yeah, they were. Now they, with their um, style of wrestling is totally different from the old school Horseman way, but the way they went in and did business in the ring, they got shit done. Exactly. They 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 they're they're like the new modern day horsemen. But like I said, they do that a lot of the high flying, the strong style stuff. Unlike uh, the old school style of the original horsemen. That's yeah. where my comparison is. Really? Uh, I I can see the horsemen. Uh, to me, they were like DX about the antics. They were like the super cool group to love, even though they were yes. bad guys. You know. Yes, and, and in a which way that's where DX was sort of like the horsemen. They were a super cool group to love. Yeah, that's about it. Of course, of course, me on the NXT on the um, NXT brand. Uh, I'm sorry, but I always said uh, with the I, I always like the in the UK the Imperium over yeah o- o- over uh, um. Undisputed, that that, but that's just me though. Uh, that's that's the wrestler in you, because I know where that's coming from. When they came out, I'm like, ooh, they're about to just wreck shop. You know what I mean? Because yeah. <laughs> they, they're no nonsense. And before any of us as workers get our characters, we are wrestlers one thousand percent first. And uh, that's what it appealed to all of us, because you know it's the work they put yeah. in. And that's why Imperium to us was like, oh, okay, these boys is badasses, you know. <laughs> I agree one hundred percent. Um, and now staying on the topic of um, WWE and possible leaving, uh, I'm sure everyone here already saw the tweet and deleted the. The uh, coordinations of Mount Rushmore. Uh, It was a reference to the group of Kevin Owens slash Steens back then. Uh, The Young Bucks and Adam Coe. Speaking of Adam Coe again. uh, There we go again. When the four of them were a faction in Ring of Honor and Pro Wrestling Gorilla. But the, the big thing about that is how it said... He tweeted it, then deleted it. Because I'm sure someone probably in the office probably gave him shit right away. I don't think they gave him shit. I think they reached out to him to go, hey, what's going on? I thought we were talking about a new contract. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because, like, everybody in WWE is, like, seeing the writing on the wall. Um, Like, this past uh, uh, pay-per-view. How many of them on the roster was given Ruby Soho so much praise on their Twitter on their uh, over Twitter a dozen? Feed? Oh over yeah, dozen. and every one is, of those girls. I wish I was a fly in the world to see if any of those girls or whatever had any talkings to from management behind the scenes. Like, yo, what are you doing? Why are you giving the competition praise like that? You know. 
What's up? You know, she left I, us. I don't think they gave him any. I don't think any one of them would have got heat for that. No. One of those, like, here's the thing. She worked for Vince, right? You know, they're giving her praise because she has a job. Like, she's getting to do what she does. If, if if I worked for Vince and you gave me shit for that, I'd be giving you my, I'd be getting a lawyer to give me, get me out of my contract and tell you to pound sand. Yeah. Because that is good business. That is not bad business. That's good business. When you're, po- when you're posting on there congratulating somebody on another company, yes, it's your, Vince can say it's not competition, but again, like we've said before yeah. and before and before, AEW is competition. Do yes, I they think, are. Do I think WWE is done and AEW is going to bury them? No. Vince and WWE will always be the top company in the professional wrestling world, unless, period. Unless he does what many of us feel and think. Him selling it. Yeah, him selling out. That's the only way WWE goes away. Because yeah. as soon as they sell out and they and they change everything, they're done. Then you then you do only have AEW. The the, and, the, the only know. way I see that happening is if his health is really deteriorating away and secretly uh, he don't trust anybody else to run it uh, but him. And then I can see it going that route. That- now now with Kevin Owens. With the whole tweet and stuff, we also heard about Sami Zayn's contract too, possibility yeah, yeah. too. So now well, that's right, a yeah. big right there. That right, right there. That that's another two uh, stars that who can work their asses off in your company. But uh, do would, would I? I would see Kevin signing with AEW and Sami actually re-signing with WWE, staying. The hell, Nina, uh, put it down. <laughs> I think it all has to do with what is WWE going to offer, you know? Well, look, and Sami Zayn's contract is coming up, but here's the thing he was out for how long with an injury? With WWE's contracts, you if you are out with an injury, you have to your contracts are automatically extended to fulfill your obligations to said company. It's always yeah, been it's, that way in WWE. It's basically, it's basically put frozen. It's on hold. Right. Yes. Um, so that is a that is one thing that will happen one hundred percent. Here's how I feel with these contracts with these two. Uh, Sammy, Sammy, if he goes, Steen is going. Oh yeah, uh, yes. that, that's that's how I feel. I see, I, I see now, Steen going regardless, regardless, hold, hold, whether Sammy goes or not. No, because that's his that's his brother that's his best friend so yeah. maybe he may have a talking to maybe the millions that cole turned down they throw on top of ko you know what i mean and he ain't gonna be no manager they ain't no going back but uh they will probably try to keep sammy as best as possible because sammy has other things to offer besides wrestling he speaks multiple languages he could be going places in sponsor of the wwe you know what i mean so that is very vital and important. If you could cross communicate to more than just the American general public, they want that. Yep. That's um, true. But if if Zane goes, I wholeheartedly believe Steen will go. Look, I'll say it this way: if if 
if Sammy Zayn goes, Owens is definitely probably going to go. Um, but I don't say right away. I say it'll be a little bit before and, you know. Here's my butt on what you were saying about uh, Sammy. Uh, with him, um, with everything with WWE, um, we all know he's he's very, I, I'm not going to say political, but he's into like certain um, organizations as far as when he sees wrong being done, he likes to speak out on 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 bullshit. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and and, him. and a lot of times, you know, like you're saying that, but if WWE is going to continue doing business with uh, with 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 certain, let's say, countries that. Guys like him don't agree with. I can see him signing elsewhere, though. On his beliefs, yes, exactly. On his beliefs, I understand where you come from, but yeah, money because, talks. Because, no, because <laughs> in the beginning, in the beginning, the goal was for everybody sign with WWE. Then when you're up there on the big um, pedestal platform, whatever. And you see everything going on behind the scenes. You see what all the deals they're making. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it hits you up here where you don't agree. Even though it was your heart desire to be in WWE, if you don't agree with the uh, position of the company, of in what direction they're going or who they're working with, that's going to affect on who you choose to work with then. Yeah, I can understand what you're saying. Yeah. But also money talks. Look, yeah, money talks, but morals morals talk too. I can tell you right now, if I was Sami Zayn and that happened, I'd be out of the company. Understood. I don't. It, it, I, it's I don't not always about, about money. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's Look, like if it bothers you that much, yeah, you're leaving. Yeah, yeah. because, because then here's the thing, though. Yes, you might sign. You might have that little extra cushion in in your pockets or in your bank account, whatever. But then at the end of the day, then. Uh, you're still dealing with those same morals. You're probably having a uh, bad time trying to sleep. You're having second thoughts about this and that. You're uh, not gonna. You're gonna be in a toxic work environment that's gonna make you sick. Yeah, you know. Look, and right. it's like, what the hell did you do? You just sold your soul. Then. I'll say it this way: being a parent, okay, it's just like having a job at WWE. How many jobs I've lost and gave up on because they try to fu- have me give up my morals as a parent on being the responsible one like hey i gotta leave these days early because i gotta get my daughter oh that doesn't work well then i can't work here look parenting comes before a job i don't care what the dollar sign you're paying me my daughter is priceless no dollar sign is worth anything to jeopardize my relationship with my daughter and if all of y'all have me on facebook y'all see how that relationship is it's one of a kind you know, and it's very special having her as my daughter. I love it. You know, so wrestling in that standpoint with Sami Zayn, like I physically and fully stand behind him 100% on where he stands with things. So like, will he go overseas to wrestle in those countries? Absolutely not. He'll tell, he's already, he's already made it pretty clear. He'll lose his job no, if I'll, they try I'll to force it, him to do he'll it. He'll take his ball and go home. And 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 the thing is, yep. it'll it'll, bat, it'll bite Vince in the ass on that one. Again, 
like you said, team money talks, but I don't think yeah. Sami Zayn would. Is that yeah, there are guys in WWE one hundred percent that will do it for the money? No, you you're right. Like he he won't do no. it for the money. I I, I think but I, I'm just saying like if they were trying to coerce him to stay. You know, oh, you know, yeah. they'll, uh, they'll work with him. They won't send him down there. I think, you know, I, I think if they value his worth. They won't do that. To I him. think the only way he'll stay is right. like if they put it in written in his contract <laughs> that where uh, he don't have to go to uh, any of those particular places, and they'll just find other stuff for him to work around. Uh, instead of him taking backlash for not uh, being a part of the shows, mm-hmm. 100%. And, uh, but if, if if it came down to where they say, "Hey, it's it's our way or the highway," he'll choose the highway and sign with AEW. Oh, he could go back to Ring of Honor. He's, yeah, he's yeah, like, There's people talking about like they would All like right. to see uh, uh, El Generico. Yeah, El Generico return. That'd be sweet. Oh yeah, I have him put the mask back on. Hey, why why not? Rey Mysterio did it. We all know what the hell he looked like, except for except for the uh, newer kids that are just coming up. You know, from when he didn't have the mask. And uh, speaking of signing with uh, AEW, there's a huge uh, congratulations going out to Lee Moriarty for accepting an AEW contract uh, offer from Tony Khan. After his most recent dark elevation match, I know uh, I seen on Twitter his uh, wife was uh, happy about it, but she's also kind of a little disappointed too at the same time because uh, she wished she would was to hear about it first and not find about it on Twitter instead. So, so but uh, big ups to him. Uh, he's one of those guys who actually deserves. Deserved it. Uh, yes, actually, indeed. actually, there's a lot of guys who uh, who actually uh, deserve to get signed. But like I said, there's so many spots. It's it's like uh, baseball, football, whatever. It's like then them coming into work. It's like training camp. You know, it's it's, it's either you make the team or you don't. You know, yeah. So. It 100 is to make the team or you, or you don't. Like, look, I love how Tony Khan's just coming out and give. You know, when they go out there, they do their match. Like, yes. Does he have contracts probably written up, ready to go? If they go out there and kill it for, for someone on their first try, absolutely. You know, if, they, if anybody will learned anything, it's from NXT's Cruiserweight Classic with Cedric Alexander. Yeah. You know, no one expected that match to be the highlight of the, the entire goddamn tournament. It's still the talk of the goddamn tournament. Like, to this day, in my opinion, that was the one of the best matches on the Cruiserweight Classic Period. Nobody else has topped that match. That's how good that match was. You know, and if it's anything, Triple H has made it clear, make sure you're ready to offer a contract that they go out there and they effing kill it. So, again, like you said, Salih, congratulations. It's a well-earned contract. Go out there, kill it like you've been doing all, all all over the country and kill it on national TV, man. I can't wait to watch it and see you do your thing. Tiger Star. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> speaking, Dennis, of Triple H, now, now that you mentioned his name. Damn. Mm, sorry, but uh, 52-year-old Paul Levesque, known by many as Triple H, uh, 
is currently resting up after obtaining a cardiac surgery recently. Uh, it has been noted that it was caused by a genetic heart issues. So, yeah. Uh, basically, what they don't want to say, he had a heart attack. And it ran in his family. Stroke or whatever, you know. Yeah. like just, I wish they would just say what it was. Like, you had a heart attack. And it wasn't one of those, like, oh, my God, I, you drop over dead kind of heart attacks. It was one of those, like, you know, you had some problems going on. You felt the chest issues. You went to the hospital. They said, hey, you're having a heart attack before it got to the point of where he dies, you know, and had to have an ambulance like that type. Like, yeah, oh, my yeah. God, we're doing CPR. So I, I'm going to say this. I'm, for, I'm all we know, okay. a, yeah. for, for all we know, it could have been a, a stroke because yeah. be, because it's uh it's too like a, a heart attack and stroke are two separate things, even though it's the same. It's basically the same, but it's actually different. Separate. Comp- they both yeah. have different w- symptoms of things that will happen afterwards. Yeah. You know, right stroke, so, them, but, you know, sometimes give you lazy, you know, sl- saggy mouth or you lose feel, you know, motion in the hand. Heart attack just makes you fucked up. Part of my friend. Uh, that. And uh, uh, honestly, I, I did not I did not think he was uh, 52. I, like, I thought I thought he was just a tad bit younger than that, like by a couple years. No, ago. I thought he I thought he was 54. I won't lie. Yeah. But hey, two years but, younger. Congrats, man. You know. Okay, uh, he still can uh, kill it in the ring. I'll give him that. He can still go. Yeah, we uh here yeah, on the he show. Can. We, it, uh, it, if he ever gets a chance to come by this uh YouTube by accident and gets to this point, uh, <laughs> we like to wish him all the best. And uh, yes, sir, and, he's like our grandpa. Yes, bleach <laughs> guys. I'm gonna say grandpa, more like big brother type, you know. I'm looking because yeah, yeah. we're close in age ourselves. Yeah. I'm I'm 45, you're <laughs> 42, or whatever. 43, 43, yeah. So you, so you, wow, like so you and I are the same age, Gio. Well, you're 45. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, and we got the young whippersnapper over there in the corner there, just you know, hanging out. <laughs> not, not, not you. The other young whippersnapper. Yeah, that guy. No, but if uh, <laughs> so, for, for some reason Paul bumps into our crazy podcast, we wish you all the best with all your fans and yes, we do. Best recovery and much love to you. Yeah. All right. Last thing that I have on my list uh, is uh, Ric Flair. Okay. Uh, when Ric Flair uh, a while ago, when he uh. Requested for his uh, release from WWE. It's not like he was uh, working at the time. Uh, it was granted without any 90-day non-compete clause. So um, we all know Flair recently uh, he attended uh, Triple Mania down in uh, Mexico. where he And he went down on his own dime. So so it wasn't like they were flying him in. They didn't book him. He just We just went down. And... Uh, and he ended up uh, walking uh, Andrade to the ring. Why, you may ask? It's no secret that uh, that uh, um, Andrade and uh, Charlotte Flair are in a relationship. And, uh, yep. and apparently, Ric Flair loves this guy to a T. So, will we see... Uh, 
Flair going to AEW to hang out with uh, everyone else uh, that's signing? We don't know, but we know uh, Andrade has a match this week against uh, tomorrow night against Pac. I don't want to drop no spoilers or anything, so uh, we're going to leave it up to the fans. Please. No, but you tune- might want to tune into that match. It Definitely. Tune in tomorrow night, AEW. Look, we're plugging right. AEW like we work for them. Uh, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. One day, they might like our podcast. I'll work for them. Yeah, I'll, exactly. work for them. I'll, I'll set up the ring. I'll, I'll back her. Yeah. And and then then you, ring Tony might you like what you see. You, you got to talk to a guy named Bob. I'm not going to say his last name. People might hit him up on Facebook. I, I know which Bob you're talking about. He did and not, not Uncle Bob, but Bob. No, no. No, Bob, who was an impact down there at TNA. Yeah. He's the one that built their ring. Yeah. The six-sided one. All of the rings. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, tune in tomorrow night. Uh, see the surprises that's going to happen on Rampage. You don't want to miss that. I really don't have anything else on my topic list. I, I have these guys uh, out and about scouting the internet, checking Twitter feeds. Uh, anything new that popped up since an hour since before before we got on the air or why we got on the air? Did anything else pop up? Anybody? No. Well, I love I love Dirt Sheet Radio, but I hate him at the same time. I just saw this. It's 13 hours old. I don't know if you guys saw it. it says WWE really wanted to become New Japan Pro Wrestling's exclusive supplier of foreign talent. Uh, presumably to ice out AEW, they were willing to let Danielson work matches for New Japan Pro Wrestling. No, I did not think, see that. Do you believe? Would you believe that or no? I don't think I wouldn't believe that. But at the same time, I could see other guys in WWE that WWE be okay with working New Japan Pro Wrestling. To let one guy work New Japan just so they can be exclusive to New Japan. Uh... I don't think it's a true statement. I think if they said, hey, here's 10 guys that you guys can use, I could see it have happened. But I it don't would... think if it was one guy, it would happen. No, okay, from from the business standpoint of WWE, okay, well, the, the selfishness, I'm going to say, from the selfishness business point, for us to be exclusive to your New Japan talent, you want one of our guys? Sure, no problem. But from a logical standpoint, no, because then how many other talents are going to give uh, the guys in the office uh, shit about, hey, why are you letting him? We all want to go to Japan, too, and work. What the hell? Right. That's so, why like, I don't see it happen. Uh, I don't think that was yeah. ever. I don't no. honestly believe that that was true. No, I don't think so either. Because even Danielson on a post-show uh, thing, he said uh, that the contract that they gave him was very generous, and they were allowing him to work elsewhere as as well. If his biggest thing was to work in New Japan, he would have never left. Never left because they yeah, they, were giving, they were they were giving him money, and they were letting him opting work in places. You know, to work. to work, but they, you know, he wanted New Japan. They like, nah, probably. That's a little bit iffy with your head. And they're like, we're not going to do that. So he said, okay, peace. Oh, 100%. You know? I guarantee that, you know, there's that. Um, 
I think again, if that would have happened, I think it, it wouldn't have benefited Danielson at all. Like it would have yeah. the wrestle in New Japan. Like his stock would have went back up tremendously because New Japan would have loved and ate him up. But again, you do know that New Japan Pro Wrestling has a deal with AEW. <laughs> As yeah. you can see, everybody that's coming to work, Moxley. I'm just, just saying. He, he, yeah, stated, yeah. Sure. he, he even stated that with the whole COVID going on with his family and everything, you know, it would not be the right time to keep traveling across country because of everything that's happening. And so, and like and it's kind of stupid uh, that if new if if New Japan would become a exclusive one company um, to to work with because that's how WWE operates. They 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 would want them to be the only ones that have their hand in that cookie jar with New Japan. Uh, it's better off them working with AEW because AEW is working with everybody and everybody's loving yep. it because everyone gets to mingle back and forth with different companies and whatever the case may be, and it's more beneficial for everybody as a whole, instead of just one company uh, trying trying, trying to take it all for themselves, which, that's what WWE is. WWE is a monopoly. Uh, you, know, you know, from back in the day, from Vince Jr. taking over from his father, and then uh, start buying up the territories. He was, you know, getting that monopoly going. And, uh, and that's what, uh, if they would have went that route with New Japan, that would have been another, I'm not going to say buying Monopoly because he wouldn't be buying it. It's just the fact that just making a deal of where no other company would be able to probably work with New Japan but them. So as right. a business person for New Japan, very, very smart to say no. Yeah. It, it, oh, it, yeah. It, Fully agree. Yeah, 100%. Um, I have uh, ratings here from, yes. from Monday Night Raw. Thank you. I have ratings. Do you have do you have ratings for all three shows? Yes, I do. Well, yeah, all right, Mikey, we're all going right. to you, and know what? You get the, the big, big screen. This all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a lot prettier than Pat. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, well, that's also why I'm the better Bernard. Um, so here's for Monday Night Raw. Their overall rating is a 3.6, and the age uh, for the audience is usually uh, the same with all the co- with uh, both companies, 18 to 49. Uh, this week, their first hour, they had 1.9 958 million. Viewers, which uh, is only slightly up from last week, only by very little. Uh, the second hour was one point eight hundred four two million, uh, which they actually had more in the second hour last week, and then the final hour, which really drops down even further to one point. Uh, 748 million, and last week they had more. Uh, NXT, their overall rating is better than Monday Night Raw because their overall rating is a 4.4. And they have a less 
of an audience with about like 600,000 viewers. Uh, SmackDown overall, and no, I, I wasn't really. Uh, we're we're not uh with SmackDown. I just for the last three days. So you had uh oh, last three days. Okay, yeah, and so, so you had Raw. You had AEW Dynamite four point four overall. They have one point three hundred nineteen millions, and they have gone up from a one from the the one point uh forty seven million. Right, and you know viewers. what? What you're telling us right now did not surprise me one bit because um and NXT uh they had some great matches on there uh but we right. all know the um a- NXT most likely will probably be dead next week cuz I guess what is next week the date they're posting with yeah, the new logo that, and stuff like yeah. that but but they put on a better show of in-ring talent than Raw. Yes. And I knew and I knew Raw was going to be a snooze fest. Uh I was not happy with it except for a couple minor no, neither was things, I. Except a couple minor things I actually did like like um one was I was just into where I wanted to see what the hell was going to happen with uh Nia Jackson Charlotte Flair's match. I'm like, and it looked pretty much the same, just about, yeah. you know, <laughs> them leveling the shit out of each other. But oh yeah, I'm sure after the talking to they had probably last week, they probably said, you know what, go out there, throw those haymakers, but at least make it work. Uh, same way like back in the day, guys. I'm sure you can agree with me when um. When uh, the whole thing went down between uh, Matt Hardy and Edge with uh, with with Lita, and then next thing you know, they're these guys they have to they're they're, they're working a program together and they're laying those potatoes in, you know. And you know, thing is, you know, when when when, right. when you got guys who when you got two that are 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 willing to bust each up to bust each other o- over the head, but at the same time. They're willing to do business too at the same time too. Hey, that's that's kind of golden. But like I said, uh, the match was just as sloppy as the last one. But I just want to see them go. You just pound the shit out of each other, really, honestly. <laughs> but what did you think about Alexa finally doing something creepy, like going from the Titan Tron, and she's in the ring now? I don't, you know, that's that's all smoke and mirrors. Uh, 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 Lexi, Lexi's just doing her job. Lexi's doing what she's told, and she knocks it out the park all the time. But she's just doing what she's told, you know. Yeah, that's true. That that, that that's all I can say about that. Like she, whatever role she was given, she knocks it out the park. But it's beyond her control. Yeah, yeah. Just like like I said, uh, Raw was basically a really big disappointment. We 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 even called we like. What are they going to give us this week that's going to be so excited to follow that pay-per-view? And we even said, watch, we're going to get McIntyre versus Sheamus. And look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly Sheamus. what we got. Because let's be real. That is a great match. It doesn't matter. But how long? How many times can you sit and watch this? Like, I know it ain't the same match, but the same two guys over <laughs> that's and like, over. It's but like it, Brock versus Roman. 
just like a few years ago, we got Miz versus Daniel Bryan every other day. It's like nope. it's 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 only so all versus it's, Bryan. It's only so much you can watch. No, my my girl said John Cena versus Randy Orton too. Oh, oh God. Uh, yeah. The list goes on and on and on. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, they, it only goes on because of how good these guys are when they work with each other. Like, now, that's true. We we all know hands down the the AEW ratings were going to kill it. Why? Because look at everyone they just signed. Punk just came off of a uh, 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 of his first match back. Uh, Dan Danielson. And uh, uh, Cole just debuted that same day. So now, hey, obviously you're going to hear from them and this and that. Then uh, the whole thing with Suzuki t- taking on Moxley. And like, you know, yeah. oh, I, I have one thing that to brush on that you said earlier, you said about the talent that been there and about pushing them. Yes. They had two years and then they can't get over. That's their fault. Fuego lost every damn match under the sun. And it's Fuego over. got a contract. Yeah. So please, that's their fault. <laughs> if they can't get over in them two years, fucking triple A said, he said, give me, uh, what was it? Exactly. I think it was two years when he was in the well, one year in WCW. If I can't get over, let me go. I got a question for y'all, because maybe y'all can help me out on this, because I probably missed it, because, but has Hook had a legit match yet? Boy, it's over to the mofo. Oh, my God. You should see Twitter. (laughs) He has the hookers now. No, no, I'm not worried about about him being over. Has he had a legit (laughs) match? No. This dude is over. Haven't had one match yet. No, now, okay. Then here's my other question, though: Is he signed or is he just there like some of the other talent is? Where, where, without without contract, he's probably signed. I'm more. I'm more or less thinking he's probably there without a contract. Nah, fam, because he he's taking bumps and stuff, not exactly in the ring, whatnot. Uh, I'm 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 waiting for the day to watch yeah. him work. I really want to see him work. I'm I like uh, honestly, I'm just like because for his dad being who his dad is and for probably the training where when he did with the uh with the uh ECW tra- training center they had in New York and stuff. Uh, and then with all the talent there at AEW, you know, all the everyone high flying, this and that. Uh I, I I think by the time he actually has a match, I think he's gonna be way better than Dominic Mysterio. Thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, first we gotta see Ooh. this man work. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. I can't yeah, I, I gotta see I gotta see at least one match Bro, out of him at least. I to, need to, to see to, him work. Yeah. I can't say anything. No, 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 no. You, these. you know the, the, well, we the, Oh, oh, oh what? Yeah, let me go look at what the hell? Ah, people in caution. The last word's caution. Okay. Beware. What? Beware. Oh no. Is our feet haunted? <laughs> no, 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 no. There's things in the thing that says Japan may strike over the weekend. They're uh they're commenting uh on uh, a YouTube um. Uh, Yep. Uh, 
I'm not sure what that says. Maybe uh it's, well, no, no. It says Japan may strike over the weekend. Japan may strike over the weekend. Caution, beware. Onichiwa. Listen, Japan tried that before, okay? Going on strike? No. Uh not nine eleven. No, no, that would no. Well that's this weekend, nine eleven. Pearl Harbor. Yes. Ah. Uh, See, see, do me a favor. You after we get off the air, you might have to educate Chia there a little bit. No, well, he not, already not, went to I'm school. Not think, I'm not that. thinking off the top of my head here. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, that's the first thing that popped in my head is no, uh, no uh, Well, when uh, we get off here, I'll have to go back to the comments and translate them, like everything else, though. Yeah, like literally do it right now. I'm at my. Uh, huh? You're doing it right now? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Austin's like, I got this. Guys. He's on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like over that? here like, I see in between right. the words, Japan may strike over the weekend three times, and then caution beware. Don't ask me how to pronounce the last one because I. Sure what happens when we when we mention New Japan on our show? That means that means hello. <laughs> right. Oh, is that Kanich- Kanichiwa? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I actually know, I know some Japanese. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's that? Did you find out what that big paragraph means? Did you uh, translate it? It says, Dave, we are coming for you. Specifically <laughs> for you. Uh, well, he's uh, did you use a translate, uh, a Google translator or something? Oh. You highlight it, copy, paste it? Yeah. It, it's not saying anything? I'm typing it in right now. Hang on. Oh, type type it. Copy and paste. All right. But uh, anyway. Off with I love Godzilla. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yo, when I say my girlfriend's head just broke, with that, it effing broke. I love Godzilla. It says, I love Godzilla on November 30th, the Hiller newspaper, Hiller. Hilo Tribune Herald on the Big Island of Hawaii reported on one side 47 that Japan could attack next weekend. Japan may strike over weekend. Austin, can you send me that so my girl can see this? Because she's like, she's literally hanging off the bed looking at this like, what? She heard Godzilla was like, (laughs) okay now i'm confused okay it's something about godzilla over the weekend but this is 9-11 weekend and you're saying poor pearl harbor when was pearl harbor december 5th right that's not this weekend oh that's that's why it's confusing well when i hear japan attack that's how i feel about it so you know is there a Godzilla movie coming out, or or, or it, came out, or Godzilla gonna? I mean, attack? a new one. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> is Japan sending Godzilla to attack us? <laughs> Try that shit. They want to. <laughs> he started off with "I love Godzilla." I think, but, I think it's a Wikipedia snippet. My girlfriend, Nina, Nina's like, she's like, I own 20 out of the 36 movies. Can we be friends? Oh, God. Oh, geez. I'm, she's right. not joking. She's not joking. <laughs> yeah, this is... But back to the wrestling talk. Back to the wrestling hold, talk. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Austin's off. going on one, one. He's saying something else. Good, Austin. Yeah, I think it's just from the wiki about Pearl Harbor. 
Yeah, it just don't make it, no it sense. It makes the most sense because of the fact that they have the forty-seven in brackets, it's almost like a like an annotation for like a like a reference link to an article at the bottom of a Wikipedia page. So that's what I think it might be. Maybe And it says November thirtieth. Say what? that to the feds. Hey uh Austin, do this while you're there. Uh yeah. hi- highlight the stuff in English that's already translated. Yeah. Uh and just Put that in Google itself and see if something else comes up, like an article or something, with everything that's there referenced. Like, because sometimes when you put stuff in like that, it'll pop like an article or something from somewhere else. Uh, but word uh, because they limit queries to thirty-two words. Ah, okay. Oh, ooh, thirty-two words. So what I'll do is I'll just go to Wikipedia. There you go. All right. Uh, while he's doing that, checking on things. Uh. Do we have any announcements? Starting with Dennis, which I know you definitely do. Well. And I'm going to throw it up there first. There it is. Uh, Greatcyclechallenge.com slash writers Dennis Brandau, my legit name. Um, No, you can't steal my identity because there's not really, I'm not worth that much in that. But I'm writing um, writing 600 miles. Starting Monday, since that hurricane that hit has kind of took my bike trail out, um, and I'm not able to ride it until Monday due to safety reasons. Um, so I'm riding 600 miles, raising money for childhood cancer um, this entire month. So if you have a dollar donated, if you have two dollars donated, you can donate any amount you want. But if anybody that is watching this, of all my friends and family, fans, supporters of the show, can donate one dollar. It'll go a long way. I pledge to raise $2,500 in September. Last year, I didn't hit my goal for raising money, but I did hit the mileage and ran 300 miles. I rode 300 miles on top of tearing my shoulder because I, you know, fell off my bike. Um, I'm clumsy, but there's that. And I appreciate you, you putting it up on the bottom of the screen. And then the other big thing is, as you guys see in the background, I have, you know, uh, where's that the big thing big border it's called reap the future with dennis reaper it's gonna be a, a youtube show i'm gonna start filming on next saturday on the 18th in hamburg um right, my right, very right. first guest that i'm gonna film it i'll drop it now will be the hawaiian warrior keikoa mana um Without a doubt, that is something that you will want to watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably have about within the month, this month, all the way to the end of October, probably about seven episodes filmed um, for the YouTube show of all these up and talent coming talents throughout wrestling or music or sports or acting. I'm not just gonna hit wrestling. I'm gonna hit every every avenue I could because um, that's the way you got to do it. There's that, and then. Man, I am sore from Saturday. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I got thrown <laughs> through chairs. Ooh. Like, I don't know why I agreed to an anything goes match. Like, it was a smart decision. <laughs> At the time. It was my idea. You're right. It was my idea. It was a smart decision in my head because I'm like, you know, I got jumped before the show. By Marty and his tag team partner, so I decided to say hell with it, throw the rules out the door because they did it before the show. They were probably going to do it during the show, um, and they did, which cost me my match. Um, I went up to the top rope to do a double curb stomp through the chairs. 
um, and his partner came out and distracted me, and I got Beetle tossed off the top rope to the chairs. And then he picked me up and gave me a Death Valley driver through one, which I did not Ooh. get back up from. And when I say I am bruised, that's my arm. Mm. Um, my right thigh is as purple as the uh, Baltimore Ravens color purple. Um, as the long- left kidney is also bruised. As as long as you made it into work, you're fine. I did. But <laughs> all in all, let me just say, because we were talking about wrestling shows, and I brought it up earlier, ACPW, they effing killed it from Chris Sutton and Ty Reno um, and everybody else that was backstage and that, that put everything together, like hats off to you guys. You guys absolutely put on a, an amazing show. I know I helped a little bit, but y'all did got the ground. You got the ball running. You got ball going you ran and got the got on the ground running hats off to you to everybody on the show y'all killed it um i'm gonna say right now the future stars of this business one of them is tj reno without a doubt ty reno has the most talented kid in the ring right now and i cannot wait to see how where else this kid goes that's how good he is all he got to do is keep uh, just keep pushing forward and don't look back. Let me say it this way. The Outbreak Champion was at the show and literally dropped down a challenge. After the show, he said he want, he wants TJ. He wants to face TJ Reno. Okay, when you have champions from other shows coming to your product just to hang out and, and yeah, catch up. Yeah, you're doing something people, right. And then call you. You know. And literally, t- he walked right up to t- Tyreno and then he goes, I want to face TJ. And we all, all right. know Ian Bush can wrestle. Um, that was a great match. And then the other one, Chio, you're going to be very proud about this match. Ready? Izzy McCoy and Demarius Hawkins. <coughs> I believe I said her first name wrong. Right? If I said it wrong, I'm sorry, young lady. Let me just say that these are the top two matches of the night. Like, I love my match. Mm. But the best match of the night right there, hands down, no one topped them. No one. These girls went out there and gave you a match with, like, it was chain wrestling. That It was a match. It was like the CM Punk versus Darby yeah. without the crazy stuff. Those girls went out there and killed it. Killed yeah, it. I, I, I actually got to see that footage. I really like, want to see that. I am very proud of, all, of Izzy McCoy and them. On killing it. Like, very proud of those ladies. You know, they also had Nina as the referee. You know, oh, sweet. let me say it this way two out of the three out of there came out of the dungeon. Okay. That's how good the match was. Again, I was there when, when Nina started training, I was there with Auto, you know, with Izzy McCoy's training. And it's it's awesome to see what they've come out of to do from that school. Because I was from there. You know, Chio, you've been from there. You know, they killed it. So, again, you know, when, when we talk about wrestling schools, that's a school that is about old school wrestling and chain. Hats off to Mark and Troy um, with teaching these ladies, you know, the way to do it in the business. Because both your girls killed it. Both your girls went out there and and made sure that these fans were out there happy and the fans didn't leave disappointed in any way, shape, or form. Um, 
So again, those are the two. Those are the top matches of the night. Like it was TJ Reno versus Core for the U.S. vacant title, and it was you know Izzy versus Dawkins um, in the singles match. And I mean, dude, that's what's up. That's what's up. I knew. Uh, I knew the. I know the girls' match was going to make you happy because you know you all. You know Izzy. You know. Yeah. So it's one it, of those, it's, it's a proud it's no family secret. moment. It's a family say, moment. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it, 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 it's no secret. Uh. Everybody out there knows that you know she is my niece and all that. So like, it'll be a problem. Like I said, but I'm very critical. So when I say when I say I gotta see the match, so that way I like for me, uh, to give someone praise who who I see that who was new for a while, and for and, and for and for them to get that one match where it's like. Ooh ah, where you're saying it was one of the top two matches of the night. You gotta make I, I gotta become a believer. I have to see it. Because like I said, Look, to me be, be, because to me, she she would always be uh uh still be in green, you know, until I until I see it. And that's with anybody in the business though. To me, I'm like, until I see what you could do, uh hands down, and I say, Okay, bravo. I, I definitely gotta see this now. I hope she has it recorded on a phone or something like that. I need the to show see was it. the show was taped. Um, okay, it was being filmed. Um, once I have a date, the re- once it's once it's ready and done in the ed- post editing, I'll know more. Um, but I will say the next show is October twenty third at the Media Community Center in Media PA. It's American Championship Horror Story. You said October twenty third, right? October twenty third. Be there. Or be square. Um, two matches have already been announced. We have Ty Reno going up against the new <sighs> captain of the show or the ship or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Mike Goldstein, um, for the ACPW heavyweight championship. Cause Mike Goldstein defeated, um, our heavyweight champion due to, uh, some outside interference, I should say by submission. And then. Zach Ravage, which is the ACPW Revolution Champion, will be now defending his title against Core, who just lost to TJ Reno for the U.S. vacant title. Um, I know TJ Reno hasn't announced who he's facing yet. I don't even know who I'm facing yet. Apparently, they said I need to, you know, I'm getting told I should watch my back by Marty and them, so I'm not going to probably be surprised if I'm facing anybody from their group. Um, I know there is a fatal four-way tag team match between 410 Massive, the ACPW Tag Team Champs, versus um, Marty and his tag team partner, whatever you want to call them, versus another two tag teams that I I know I'm dropping the ball. I can't remember the tag team's names. It's okay. Um, You know, know, we got to October 23rd. Uh, We're actually... Coming up on two and a half hours soon. So, yeah. Um, T, do you have any announcements? No. No? He's like, no. Mikey, no announcements? Yes, if anybody wants to know that Saturday is our anniversary show. We will be live in studio uh, this Saturday coming up. So tune on in and watch us. Uh, Austin, you have anything for us? Just, just the exact same thing that Mike. 
All right. Did you uh, find out any more real quick about that Japanese stuff? It, it was it was just a Wikipedia snippet. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, just like they said, Saturday, September 11th, starting. Starting on uh, uh, Saturday. Uh, and it's going to proceed till Sunday. It is Devereaux Sports uh, anniversary shows. So you're going to want to definitely tune in to Devereaux Sports on uh, Facebook and follow them on, uh, you can probably see the shows on YouTube as well as Twitch probably. Uh, but I know uh, for a fact you will definitely see us there and our show will be at 10 a.m. And it is our patriotic show. We'll, we will be going over uh, patriotic gimmicks, matches, uh, stipulations, whether pay-per-views, and villains. So it's all based around uh, a patriotic theme because of 9-11, as we're going to pay tribute to uh, everyone who uh, lost their lives, uh, pay tribute to our troops who... uh, who've been overseas fighting, who are now returning from different wars, long ones that uh, that shouldn't have been going on as long as they did. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, we've got uh, Saturday, you get the old school show, the Scrapple Boys and Breakfast and Body Slams, starting at 8 a.m. all the way to about 11. So you get to see them three shows. On Sunday, you got uh, Gobbler Inc., Combat Misfits, and the Sullivan Squad. Starting at 9 a.m. all the way to about 12 noon. You don't want to miss out. And don't forget about our other shows that's uh, going on. Combat Misfits, Wednesdays at uh, 6 p.m. Us again, Thursday Night Slam next week at 9.05. Uh, and don't forget about those Dem 215 boys, the redheaded stepchilds of uh, Devereaux Sports and our pop-up pipe bombs impromptu podcast anytime, anywhere with anybody who knows um for thursday night slam dennis you looking at your time oh i thought you were looking at the time like what the hell no, i'm looking at the score oh okay uh what what, what tells the score right, real quick 28 26 with two minutes left tampa oh god all right so everybody out there watching get back to your games uh, especially this game here. Uh, it's a it's a it's a slobber knocker. Yeah, I'm jumping real. on Destiny too on my PS4. <laughs> God, I just realized. Right. Yeah, and don't forget about Pro Wrestling Magic this Saturday, this Saturday in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, at the Knights of Columbus. You don't want to miss out on that. Uh, for T. Reyes, Mikey, Dennis. My man Austin from the Scrapple Boys, that damn show. (laughs) Uh, I'm Chio, and uh, you're watching Thursday Night Slam. Thank you, everybody. And we'll we'll see you Saturday, matter of fact, for Breakfast and Body Slams. Peace out.